Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right, here it is Thursday, the 13th day of July, 2023. Thanks for being here. It's the BS all sponsored by Sky River Casino in Elk Grove. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That is Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Mm-hmm. Did you have a uh, food for fitness brownie? I did. Delicious. Couldn't believe it. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. As a guy who likes to eat. Nasty stuff, you Not, know what I mean? Like right. sugar-filled and cakes and candies. Mm-hmm. Like you subscribe to Food for Nut Fitness. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which is Food not for- is not the company that Nikki D <laughs> is all dressed up with because she met with earlier today. Food yes, for I fatness. Did. Food for fatness. <laughs> <laughs> That's their competitor. Uh-huh. And listen, I'm, uh, I'm their number one client and the president of the company. But uh, you couldn't tell me that wasn't. A brownie that you just handed me. I was delicious. I want more. And so this, uh, these uh, fine folks that you met with, they're not only listeners of the program, which we appreciate, mm-hmm. uh, but you guys might be doing some business together. I'll tell you right now. I'll go on the record and tell you. You guys end up doing business. I'll be your first customer. Yeah. That brownie was, I mean, <laughs> just out of this world. It was. It was really, really good. I let a few people around here taste it, and everybody was like, yummy. You had everybody nibbling off the same brownie? No, no, no. Oh. I had like six of them in here. <laughs> I just shared. <laughs> like other places, maybe, but not in this building. That didn't happen. No, I just no. shared. I just shared. The, they were so nice. I met with them earlier today. They do listen to the program, and they gave me just all these different uh, options and breakdowns and plans that I can do to, you know, customize what I'm working on with my fitness. Yeah, and you're doing a great job. Yeah. I mean, so, you've already dropped over 20 pounds on your own. I've already dropped 20 on my own, and this can take me to the next level because, you know, the next thing with weight loss is food and what you're sure. eating. So Yeah, nutrition's more than half the battle. Yep, and yeah. with my schedule oh. being so hectic, like, this will be perfect. Yeah, it's getting, even, getting ready to get even more hectic. So, yeah, to, to have... <laughs> the the ability to have your meals already planned mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. and they do it right there, right? The right in house. They have a chef in great. house. I met with the kitchen manager Savannah. Yeah. She was sweet. So yeah, I subscribe to that theory. So good for you. Thank you. Yeah, I hope that works out because uh, that was really good, and I want more. <laughs> you want more? <laughs> well, it's also going to help her budget. I don't know if you've seen her cooking, but she cooks for an army every yeah. time she cooks. That that's 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 my pro or mine and Rachel's problem too. Portion control. Yeah, it's put well, you know. Like, we ordered food last night, and, you know, she was smart enough to order one sandwich and two salads, mm-hmm. and we and we split it like that. Nice. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, you order something, the, your, your significant other orders something, and it's just left there, and I'm the only person in my house that does leftovers. Because I don't either. So that's 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 good. But I hope that works out, because that was, you know, nice job, Food for Fitness, because yeah. that was good for me. It was. And I, oh, I'm oh gonna, be careful. You okay? Yeah, it was just, that's how good it was. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm a healthy eater. You are very healthy. You would love this place. Did I just bust my lip on my microphone? You just bust your lip hard. Oh, better the lip than the tooth, though. You didn't chip a tooth. I swear to God, these last three months. Today's been a day, but these last three months. ER, doctors. Stitches. Urgent care, stitches. Busted lips. Busted lips. Goodness gracious. Yeah, but busted lip is a tough look, you know what I mean? I don't know. You say you fought off an attacker? I've, I've got a scar up here and a busted lip. That should work for me. Right? <laughs> yeah, dude. 
All right, let me give you your phone number if you'd like to participate here in the next four hours. We hope you do. 916-909-0985. You can also uh, get us on the text machine. Uh, Messaging and data rates apply on the Odyssey app as well as thebaileyshow.com. Get our podcast as well as stream us and then all of our social media at Listen to the BS on the Instagram, the Facebook, the threads, and the Twitter. And uh, if you'd like to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which we, you know what, I'm gonna, everybody that starts to subscribe because every day I get the email of people to subscribe. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that at the Bailey Show uh, on the YouTube. So I have some freebies for you here at the end of this hour. We're going to try out a new game called Generally Speaking. It's a generational game. Runs exactly how Uber Smart used to run, uh, just with kind of different content a little bit. I hope you enjoy that. So we'll do that at the end of this hour for those Blues Traveler, Big Head Todd, uh, and uh, Spin Doctors tickets at Thunder yep. Valley. So we'll get you those. So my daughter got here today, and she's here for good. That made my day better because I was having a crappy morning. And I was like, you know what? I'm going I'm going to pick up my daughter. Mr. Try to F up my day is not going to work. Okay. <laughs> because today's a good day. I'm not going to forget the day I got to go pick up my daughter, and she comes into town, and she's living with us for good now. So now it's like the next step. Now, she's 18. She's going to start Sierra Community College in the fall. Mm-hmm. But she, as an 18-year-old, she's got to make friends. And she's got a couple friends here already. Which but is good. But she's a busybody. You know, she's used to having a lot of friends and always doing something. And I know. Going I know to the, the gym. Struggle. So, you know, <laughs> I'm worried, right? I want to make sure that she gets that as quick as possible. So it's like, get a job. You know, I mean, that's how you make friends. Get My daughter already has a job uh, interview for next week. Isn't your daughter 13? My daughter's 15, and she, on her own, went online, applied for jobs. They called her back, and she has an interview next Tuesday. Really? And she doesn't get here till tomorrow. Doing what? Uh, at Nike, working at Nike store. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. once B's here is that, she's going to want in on that. <laughs> yep. That's great. So, yeah, get a job. That's good. What's the uh, age to work here? It's 15. You got I have to just get a permit, sign it for her. And- Wasn't Georgia 16? No, it was 15. Was it 15? Mm-hmm. But was it's it? like reduced hours, right? Like they yeah, they can like only work part-time. And I'm, I'm only going to let her work part-time anyway, so it's fine. Right. Yeah, I think I just saw something about the child labor laws, some new law that they passed. They can only work part-time. That's good for her, and she did it all on her own. She did it all on her own. Huh. Friends and family discount? Yeah. I'm sure she will. I love that. All right, Maddie, hook it up. <laughs> yes. I mean, not that I'm a sporty guy, but their shoes are really good. I know somebody knows a chef at Food for Fitness. <laughs> Look us out with some Nikes. <laughs> Nelson, you and I are beggars. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's just how that's going to roll. Uh-huh. Okay. So, you know, I'm like, you know, where do you want to work? You want to do like a Starbucks? Do you want to, you know, work at a gym? Mm-hmm. You know, they're like putting in a 24 hour fitness across the street from us. You could do that. Uh, Didn't you get the in and out hookup too? Uh, she didn't want to do it was that. a suggestion. Oh, but okay. Yeah. Then, no, I mean, I don't think that's, I don't want her working in the restaurant industry. Oh, okay. The restaurant industry is dangerous. Mm. It sucks you in because you see that cash. And once that cash gets in hand, you're addicted to it. And you may not want to go do something else. I, you know, I, I guarantee there's a lot of you right now that got sucked into that service industry uh, world. And it's it can get ugly. I mean, yeah. like, you know, you get to a certain age and things that are happening behind the scenes and stuff. It's very incestual. And, I mean, I've been around it. So, I know. Been there, done that kind of thing. Right. I don't want her in that... You know, I, I don't I'm not one of those believers that everyone should work in a restaurant. I just don't think that's true. Now, I would say everyone should work at a grocery store. What's the difference? It's not as it's, it's not ancestral. Like when you work at a grocery store, not everybody's not hooking up with each other. Yeah. In the restaurant business, everybody's hooking up with each other. I don't 
know. I think them Publix workers was hooking up. Now, the restaurant restaurant is as <laughs> vanilla as you can get as far as safety-wise goes. Yeah, because who are you going to hook up with? A stock boy? A bag it boy? It could be. Well, not hooking nope. up with a bag boy. Nobody's hooking up with a bag boy. Well, maybe not. I don't know. You know, if they if they even exist, you got to charge an extra quarter to have a bag. That's boy the room. only place I've never worked is the restaurant. Is I a mean, rest- is the grocery store. I've worked at restaurants everywhere else, but not a grocery store. Oh, I could totally see you be a checkout lady. Oh, I'm very good at it. Yeah. And I'm fast. Yeah, I would think you would be good at it. Mm-hmm. And you'd be kind of like people's favorite, but they wouldn't realize why. <laughs> That's always my life story. Because you're like, <laughs> can I get a price check? Cucumbers. Stupid cucumbers. <laughs> and they would think you're funny, even though you're mad at them because they brought the cucumbers up. But then you're able to flip it and turn it on the produce manager, and now you've teamed up with the, the shopper because uh-huh. you always got to be mad at somebody. <laughs> See, produce manager's stupid. <laughs> he believes in Satan. Dumb. We're like, I know, Annie's overpricing us for the cucumbers, too. I'm definitely going to that, that Nikki D. She's my favorite. <laughs> I don't know. It's a it's a it's a lost art now to be a a favorite. No, to to work in the grocery store because they got all the self checkouts. Oh yes, absolutely. Now, now you got to be the um, the fastest self checker outer, the security uh, hawk to see if nobody's stealing. Yeah, uh, I want to play some audio. Uh, you might have seen this. Now this I think believe happened a couple years ago, but for some reason now it's just making its way around the the old interweb. Uh, and I believe this this couple is from San Diego, and they had an issue with their neighbor who decides to record and document this whole thing going down, and it revolves around their cat. And the conversation and debate that they have regarding their cat is very, very funny. (laughs) And this actually happens in real life. This is one of those things where you ask yourself, this actually happens in real life? This actually happens in real life, right? We'll play you that here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Going back to what I was saying last segment, it's, you know, my daughter just moved here, and we got to find her job, more or less, so she has something to do. Right. And so she can make some friends. And, you know, when she's 18, she should have a job. Uh, but it's, you know, it's it's funny, like, as a parent, when you try to talk to your kids about your favorite job, it's kind of, ob- like, aren't the jobs are obsolete. Right. You know, I was, like, sitting there talking about working at a grocery store. Well, I don't know if they, they got the same jobs that I were when I was working at the grocery store. You know, what were you doing? Uh, I was a bag boy. I was never uh, a thingy thing. Okay, a cashier, cashier. Yeah, but the, you go to any grocery store, there's very few bag boys. Right. There they, are very few. They, and, have, a, they oh. have a lot of the, the checkout people doing the bags, or you do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, and it's like the very elderly or like special needs people. That's a job that they give to them for, the, at least back where I'm from, it was generally. Oh, dude. <laughs> so my last grocery store. Where I came from. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not going to use that word. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, they they hired just the people from this place that housed. Special needs people. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I think it was called just people or just for people. And they would, they would walk, they would, they would all go at the same time. They had a little, <laughs> they had a little caravan, a little caravan. Yeah. They, they had these little tie dye cars that they drive them around in and stuff. And they were all very, very nice. And I'll tell you a quick story about one time. So I'm in the checkout line, and two of these nice men were in front of me from the place. One of them was, I guess, at a certain tier that he was able to drive the other guy. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they, they had a, like a handful of things that they were, they had on the thing. And I knew that where they were from. I think one of them was even wearing a shirt. 
And so, you know, I thought I'd strike up a conversation just to be cool and nice. And uh-huh. So I'm talking, but I see what's on the conveyor belt, and I can see them going back and forth and literally counting their pennies. They're paying with a checkbook, <laughs> but they were going through the register, old school, and counting like, we have enough for this, this, and this. I mean, I could see it. And so they had the, you know, maybe the first five things were the essentials. Mm-hmm. Then the last two things on there were chicken source nuggets. How <laughs> so cute. And ice cream. Love that. And I said to the guy in order to get into his business, because I saw, I, I, I knew what was about to happen. <laughs> and because he kept putting things in front of it. So I knew what he was trying to do. Uh-huh. He was like, if I have enough money, I'm going to get the oh, chicken source yeah. nuggets and the, the ice, ice cream. cream. Mm-hmm. So I was prepared. And uh, so I say to him, I was like, God, you, you know, you or I said, you know, you, you know the trick. You can't buy chicken source nuggets without ice cream. And he replies back in his way. And he's like, hopefully, you know, I'll be able to have that tonight. Aww. I was like, oh, you got to have that. You can't leave here without it. So they get up there, and the guy that's, I guess, in charge, he's like, you know, we're not, so he's not going to be able to do it. So I see the kid not paying, like if the kid should have just given it to him, right? Yeah. But the kid takes it, and he puts it to the side. And I, and I said- can't do that. And I, well, he can because they couldn't afford it. So I say to the guy, I go, oh, man, you can't leave. We just talked about this. You can't leave without the chicken source nuggets uh-huh. and the ice cream. And he goes, oh, we can't afford it. We'll get it back tomorrow. I said, put it on there. Put it on my bill. I, the guy's face was just like tonight's chicken source mania. And he'll never forget that. He will never forget that. I, 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 when we were doing the podcast the other year, uh, I told that story, and it became such a popular story that we ended up making a shirt out of it yes, that people did. bought. I forget what the shirt says. Like, my effing chicken source nuggets, nuggets or something. something like that, yeah. <laughs> All right, the, this couple, uh, again, there's not much information. I think this is actually a couple years old. I just thought it would be fun to play it. I think they li- they're they from San Diego, and they have this, like, outside patio. And they're, you know, a little bit older than middle-aged couple. They're probably, like, mid-50s, late-50s, early-60s. And they're having an argument with their neighbor. Now, their neighbor's house or patio is, like, joint, conjoined. Like, it's together. Mm-hmm. Like, you could hop over a waist-high gate and they're right there. Uh, and they're right there. Mm-hmm. And there's like a beach walk or something in front of the, the two places. It looks like a pretty neat place to live. Anyway, so this guy, you know, they're beachy type people. Again, I think this story is from San Diego. And he's arguing with his neighbor. His neighbor is a younger guy, real smart ass, about their cat. <laughs> now, I say smart ass like it's a negative thing. But he's got every right to be a smart ass because these people are aliens. They are not from this planet. No. There is no way... A normal human being would have this conversation I'm about to play for you. Okay, they say cat people are a little different. These cat, yes, you are correct, That's Nikki D. Cat people are <laughs> aliens. Listen, you are from out of this world. You hey. are not from Earth. As All right, a, Nelson. As a man who's about to bring his two cats back to California with him when he drops his kids back off in Omaha, I'm I'm excited. I'm not this weird. I'm weird. I ain't this level. You're excited because you're not these people. Uh huh. All right, play. But go ahead and play it. You're upset because we made friends with your cat, sir? You're keeping it in your no, yard. No, I'm not. I'm, our cat. You understand? Our cat. I'm not even in my yard right now. How, what am I doing? The, the, the gate's open. You're unreasonable people. You're holding our cat. How? I'm not even in there. I want you to explain how. If you would go in your yard and say, Mercury, 
go home. Don't come in our yard anymore. She they will want not you to... She's a cat. She doesn't speak English. <laughs> oh, really? You This this doesn't mean go home? No. Huh? Hand huh? signals don't mean anything. It's a cat, dude. Really? Okay. All right. Well, we'll have the police department figure it out. Absolutely. Okay. Great idea. All right. oh. No. So the cat doesn't eat and drink anything over there, right? No. Oh, no. Never. Right? No. Never. No. No. Never. Never. Yeah. yeah. Never. Yeah, you Cat pervert. <laughs> <laughs> I have done. I've done nothing cat to bring pervert. the cat. I've done nothing cat to bring the. What what do you do? What do you do? They sound completely. I mean, mad. how do you? How do you? Is it over? That's the end. Oh, that, yeah. He's how, just gonna keep saying cat pervert. How, well, that's not a bad thing because it's kind of funny. <laughs> how, how do you? How do you reason with somebody like? You can't reason with him. What I would have said to him is, if you have a problem with your cat being in my yard, why don't you keep it inside of your house? Mm -hmm. Why is the cat even outside? That's what I would have said to him. Well, he's a free spirit. Very free. He's a hippie guy. Yeah, you can't. Well, I mean, the cat is a free spirit. You, well, can't, the, you can't cage that animal. The cat's parents are free spirits. Oh, uh, yes. As well. The guy's got a great point. Like, dude, what am I? He's like, if you just do the hand gestures. Mercury. 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 Go home. Go He'll home. Listen. Go home. He like, speaks fluent English. It's, it's not like the guy's in a different city that like, <laughs> stole the cat. The guy lives literally a foot away from these people. Mm -hmm. And the cat is a cat. He just goes. And you heard the oh. girlfriend. She says the cat likes our attention. So they must pet the cat and stuff like that, which maybe mm -hmm. these people don't do, which is why your cat keeps leaving your house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I feel for the guy because I, I just, you know, I've, I've dealt with people like that before. I, there's no reasoning with them. And I can't stand people who want to call the police for every little thing. What do you think the police is going to come here and do? Arrest me because your cat is in my yard? I know. The poor police have to go to these calls. I, there's probably a certain department in the police department <laughs> that just goes to. Huh. There was a video that I saw today of an accident on the road somewhere in the world. And there were two minors that were in this accident. And police fire were on the scene. And the mother and her daughter were off to the side of the road yelling at this man who was filming. And I don't know why the guy was filming, but he was filming nonetheless. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was very cool. That's the thing is like this generation of everything needs to be on camera for social media. One thing that you're really good at is not losing your temper. Yeah. Because you know the older generation, mine included, mm -hmm. We don't play that game. We just mm -hmm. go straight to angry and straight to punching. Yep. Uh, the and maybe that's why you know there's a lot of softer people that exist. Who knows? But they they're very cool at just saying, I don't know. What are you gonna do? Like they could be standing in front of a biker gang. <laughs> what are you guys gonna do to me? Nothing, you know. Until something happens, and then right. they're like, oh, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't. Do that. But anyways, this guy's filming, and this lady is going ham on him, and so is her daughter about. You can't film. According to, I think they're in Texas. According to Texas law, you can't film because they are minors. You do not have my permission. And, like, people that don't understand this stuff, they just start spewing what they think is the law. I know for a fact the law says you cannot put online the YouTube version of minor. <laughs> like, <it just> starts, <laughs> like, they're trying to sound legal. Like So this video goes for, like, a minute and a half, two minutes. And the guy's like, I can film if I want. I can film if I want. Please don't come near me. I'm filming. I'm filming. He doesn't explain why, which is kind of creepy. The cop, she goes, I'm, police are going to come over here. So she drags a cop, a woman, mm -hmm. a lady cop, from the accident, helping her two children, 
over to deal with this guy, and this cop walks over and goes, ma'am, by law, he can film whatever he wants. Go over there. He goes over here. Can I go back to help saving your children? Okay. Uh That's what's actually important. (laughs) And she just, like, schools everybody in three seconds, and it was actually pretty cool. I like it. You know, because there's those people that exist. Mm -hmm. You know, they're out there. Karens. Yeah, I that, hate that is word, what they're though. called. I don't like that term. Why don't you like that term? Yeah, why don't you like that term? Because everybody uses it. Well, you got to come up with a new one. I can see that. You always want to stand out. I was like, is his mom named Karen? Like, <laughs> no. I don't know your mom's mom's name. I just know her as Bailey's mom. So, how long did it take you to look like that, Nikki D? Like, uh, you you take a while to get ready. About an hour and a half. Well, that's not bad for you, huh? No, I'm getting faster. Yeah. Why's your face scrunched up, Nelson? I, don't know, I just want to know where he's going. Well, no, I'm just curious because oh. she like I've seen her take five hours to get ready before. Yeah. Five hours? When have you seen me take five hours? It was that day right after you took eight hours. No, I don't oh. ever take that long. Normally, well, I, remember you I said, take about two. I remember when you said you're getting ready for this meeting, and you're like, "Well, I got to, I, well, I got to do this because I got to start getting ready." And you get up at well, the last meeting we had that yeah. we got blown off on. Uh, you, you were up at like six a.m. <laughs> I was up at seven. Well, okay, seven for a meeting at noon. Right. Yes. That's five hours, right? Because I have to do work first and oh, get ready for the meeting. I thought it was all all. No, I all have to do ready. two things in conjunction with. How long does it take you to shower? It takes me maybe twenty minutes. Start top to bottom, bottom top. Yeah. No, what? I start at the top. You start at the top and work my way down. I actually wash my legs and my feet. Yeah. Yes. I don't wash my feet. Yeah, because you never go butt know, to I face. Heard. You always got to go face to butt. <laughs> you go which direction? Face the face butt. The butt. You started. Oh yeah, I was like, you started the butt. No, <laughs> I was no. Confused. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. All right, no, first round. Little, little word of the wise. Uh-huh. Face the butt, not you're butt not, to face. You're not a bar. Are you not a bar guy? Are you? No, I'm a I'm a juice gel guy. Uh-huh. And do you like Oof. apply? How do you apply it? Oh, I've got one of those girly uh, fluff balls. Okay, and you put that in the butt. Yeah, all the way up there. Oh, I don't see. I don't do that. <laughs> I use my I use my chest to suds it up. Actually, I lost one the other day. Oh no! <laughs> I sucked right up in there. It's hungry. You see me start coughing up green and yellow netting. I'm all the way up in there. Woo! It's deep. That's a deep clean. Yeah, I feel great. I bet. Yeah. You yeah. see the back of my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flossing in reverse. <laughs> All right, first round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where the latest airplane airplane brawl took place and who's joining in on the strike next. All right, get your first round of headlines here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. The BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. All right, first round of headlines all sponsored by our friends at Good Guys Heating and Air. GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com. Best service, best price, guaranteed. That's no BS. So remember that something goes out this weekend when it's 109 degrees. Give Good Guys Heating and Air a call. Nikki D. Flying is becoming more entertaining than TV. H1. Passengers on board a Ryanair flight from Malta to Stansted in the UK have been forced to wait two hours after a brawl broke out in the aircraft. Oh, no, we're never going to get home. Leave her out. 
This is according to the New York Post, and I watched this video, which looks wild. This uh, guy who's an American comes to his seat on the plane, and there's a guy already sitting in the aisle seat who's British. He tells him that he needs to, you know, slide by because he's he has the window seat. Well, the guy basically tells him no, like he's not going to get up and move so that he can get into his seat. Now, why this guy doesn't want to move, I have no idea. But they start exchanging words, and then they start flat out fighting and brawling. In the video, you see them throwing blows. It's wild. But what the story doesn't tell you is if they were actually arrested or even if they were removed off the plane. It just says it was delayed two hours and then they left. You can't imagine not being removed. All right, guys, calm down. Just let's right. go. We got we got an eight-hour flight. Let's put this in the past. Sit, <laughs> I don't know. sit next to the dude the entire time. I, there's got to be more to the story of him not allowing. Like, at first I thought it was that he had the window seat and the guy wanted it and asked for it. That's what I thought too initially, but it does. That's not what it says. It says he was sitting in the window seat and he just wanted to slide, slide by. by. Mm-hmm. So there, maybe it's the way the guy said it. I'm not sure. I have no idea. Maybe he was just a jerk about it, and the guy replied back, and it just got out of hand. Because we're we're boarding, so it's not like you're already asleep or somebody woke you up and startled you, and you know it was a reaction. We're getting on a plane. You know when you sat down in that seat that people had to come past you. You've got it like the, all these plane things scare me. You know, like I was saying, my daughter, you know, flew in this morning from Atlanta, and you know, I was I was a little worried, you know, because it's it's we the news cycle it's almost it's um uh it's addictive, right? It's mm-hmm. it's 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 uh what's the word I'm looking for? It's infectious. Yes, you know, like one That's thing it. happens and it happens again and again and again, and it's like every day. And I think you even have another one of these stories in your headlines. I do. <laughs> of of people, yeah, of people fighting on plane. Like, what's your end game? Like, I understand people are going to upset you. People are going to piss you off. They do to me every single day. I understand it. We're human beings, right? But what's your end game when you start fighting, especially on a thing that you can't leave? Like, there's no, there's no. I'm going to get in a fight with somebody, then I'm going to run to my car and drive home. Exactly. You can't escape like fighting in a club or a bar. If you fight on this plane, you know that you're going to be removed and you know that you're going to go to jail. So why is it even worth it? And airline tickets are not cheap. And you know somebody's filming. Yes. And you're going to go viral. (laughs) It's not going to be like one of those things where no one's going to see it. (laughs) So everybody's going to see it. And I promise you, you're going to look like you got to take those things into consideration beforehand. Yeah. You have to be adult enough to go, you know what, maybe this isn't a good. It's not worth it. It's just not. I'm gonna. I'm sorry, sir. Let me. Let me get. Let me go. Go to the flight attendant. I'm just trying to get by. We're having some of an issue here. You guys know I get upset sometimes. Sometimes know, in places. <laughs> and every I won't time, fly with you. Every time I get mad at the airport or on a plane, that is the one time that I self-check myself so hard because mm-hmm. I'm like. I cannot go to jail. I do not feel like being arrested. Just be quiet. Just don't say nothing. So I don't understand why people don't think that, like, okay, this is not the place. And I know probably a lot of you right now are saying, well, Bailey, it's easier said than done. You tried. Actually, I have. I've been on a flight where I was sleeping, mm-hmm. and the Delta flight attendant, I was in the aisle seat, and she was, I think, giving drinks or snacks or something, but she leaned over and her... Like it, it was just simultaneously. I woke up because I heard her, and when I woke up, her hand was in my face, like literally inches from my nose, and I kind of reacted to it. Mm. And I was like, "Whoa!" And she just goes off on me. She did. She's like, <laughs> she's like, 
sir, there's no there's no need for you to get upset. And she's raising her voice. I'm like, ma'am, you just startled me. Your hand was in my face. It's kind of rude, but it's all good. No, sir, I don't need to be talked to like that. I'm going, this is a Three's Company episode. What's happening right now? Right, and you know that it's best for you to just, okay, let me just not get into it with this lady and get kicked off the spot. Well, my initial reaction was like, look, bitch, I didn't do a damn thing, you know, but. But you ain't say that. But no, but so I was like, okay. Bailey, you're not winning this one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about the battles. It's about the war, right? And so I was like, you're not going to win this one. Just say, hey, look, man, I'm sorry. I, I, you're right. Sorry. I apologize. Damn right I'm right. <laughs> All right. You take that one to the grave, slugger. You got that one. All right, next one. The writers on strike are now getting some company. H2. Actors want assurances that their digital images will not be used without their permission. The union's national board is set to meet on Thursday to vote on a strike. Well, for the first time since 1960, uh, according to Fox 40, the actors and the writers are now on strike together at the same time. Most actors' uh, contracts ran out last night around midnight, and several big-name actors and actresses have signed off on joining in on this strike. And what they're wanting is from the for the streaming services to, A, give them more for residuals on these shows that they're doing on these apps, and they also want to protect their imaging from being used by AI, which mm. I thought was really good. I wonder, if the, out there. wonder if the writers that are striking are writing the protest signs for the actors. I know that <laughs> they're writing the signs for them. That's I can't good. go out there unless I get a writer to write. No. So here, you want to hear a conspiracy theory? Okay, what is it? This all start, I mean, the, the, the writer's strike and now the actor's strike, but the writer's strike all kind of started when we started to really hear a lot about AI. True. Okay. So maybe the powers that be visionaries saw this coming i'm sure they did and they're like look we're not going to give you what you want because we have this technology we're not going to sign this because we can make too much money we don't need you anymore and this is the future of the business and it's like kind of it's kind of like what radio did in 2004 it got rid of most of the talent and just hired kids that had no idea what they were doing because they'd work for twenty two thousand dollars a year but they got rid of all the heritage, legendary, big talent uh, because it was too expensive. Yeah, they could pay less. And they used it as a as an opportunity to start over again by getting all that filth off the radio, <laughs> you know? And, and, and that's what they did. What if Hollywood's doing the same thing? Not saying that it's the filth, but they're going, these guys are, there's too much money to be made for us. There's no need, and we need it because a lot of those Film companies are, are, are hurting. Yeah, since the pandemic, for sure. Right? So it's like, I can't pay these guys anymore, but we can use their likeness, and there's nothing they can do about it unless we sign this. Then there is. Oh, okay. but This what is a big work. It is a big work, but what are they going to do now that the actors are joining in on it, too, though? Well, that's, what, that's, no. my, that's my point, is that they already have their likeness. Oh, so it's nothing that they can do to fight it? Because right now there's nothing signed from these actors Yep. that are saying, you can't use my likeness. That's why they're upset. I don't blame them, you know, because w- with any talent, whether it's television, whether it's movies, whether it's radio, what have you, is that now with all these different ways to distribute content, mm-hmm. like from our side of things, we obviously would like to get paid. From our side of things, we'd like as much publicity as possible, right? Right. But from the company and distributor's side of things, they want all 
all the money and they think that you should just do it because you are getting the publicity or it's good for your brand. They don't want to pay you. So these actors that have movies that are streaming on these offshoot apps that they're not getting Jack Diddle for, mm-hmm. they're like, no, 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 no. I, that's, that's my body of work, but they, but yeah, but they, I guess probably signed over their body of work to whomever when they signed up for it. Mm-hmm. So those people are making the money and they're not. And I saw something else too, where uh, an actor put it in their will that after they die, you can't make a hologram. I again. saw that. I forget who it was. But it I was saw Whoopi that. Goldberg. Oh, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Well, I think and she's I thought, pretty safe. She didn't right, have to put that in Who's coming for a Whoopi? Well, I mean, you never know. But I'm just saying, is that what we're leaning towards? Where you're gonna now have to put that kind of stuff in your will so people won't do it? I was really counting on a jumping Jack Flash too. Yeah. Really. Son of a gun. Really a real life ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to see her her hologram push the penny up the door. That's what I really want. Can't wait for her to die so I can see that, hopefully. All right. Uh, Blues Traveler, Big Ed Todd, and the Monsters with the Spin Doctors. This is called the Blue Monsters Tour. Be at the venue, Thunder Valley, Saturday, July 28th. We're going to try out a new game. So whoever participates, you're going to be our guinea pigs. It runs just the same way Uber Smart did, if you remember that one on Mondays. It's called Generally Speaking. It's a generational game. I like talking generations. Boomers, millennials, Xers, founders, Zs, all that kind of stuff. So Nelson goes out. I think this week's generalist, is that what we're calling I don't know. That's I just we call the other ones Uberists. Is a millennial, from yes. what I'm being told. Yes. And will be asked numerous questions from all over the board, from different, really, generation questions. Mm-hmm. We're going to see today how smart that millennial is. Yes. All right? Now, I need two players, and all you have to do is yay or nay their answers. And Nikki D is going to help both of you out along the way. Yes. You see how it, much I know, too. <laughs> right. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, that point goes to your competition. Whoever has the most points in the end of the same, but I win. All right. 916-909-0985. That is your phone number. Start lining up. We'll get you these tickets, and we'll play Generally Speaking here next. This is the BS on 98 Rock. Think you know your millennial stuff? Uh, pokey what? What about you, Gen Xer? Ready to drop some knowledge? Eh, bite me. It's time to play Generally Speaking on the BS. I like it. I did too. I was supposed to listen to that before we ran it. <laughs> I totally forgot. Thank you, Chris Rice. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you. Thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey right there. Nikki D. There is Nelson. Big thanks to our show sponsor, which would be Sky River Casino. Mm-hmm. Elk Grove. Good folks there. You're right. All right. So we got tickets for uh, Blues Traveler, Big Ed Todd, the Monsters, Spin Doctors. We're going to give this a run. The game is called Generally Speaking. I like talking about different generations because I just think there's some science to it. When you're born in a certain year, you act a certain way, and that's just who you are. And it's easier to get a tell on somebody by knowing those types of things. So, for mm-hmm. example, baby boomers are from the years 1964 uh, to... Uh, 1946 no, 19, to 1946. Oh, I'm sorry, I mistyped that. Okay, 1946 to 1964. Mm-hmm. Gen Xers are 1965 to 81. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd be in there at 75. Millennial, not 75 years old, but 1975. <laughs> Millennials are 82 to 96. That'd be you, Nikki That's D. That's me. Yeah, you're born in what? I was born in 82. 82. Okay, so you're on the tail end. Same, uh, Nelson would be in. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm like a week and a half older than she is. And then Gen Zers are 97 to 2012. 
and then whatever else is here. Generation Alpha is what they're calling it tentatively. I don't like it. I don't know. That means you're dominant, and you're not. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you that right now. You are definitely not. So, uh, Nelson, well, let me get everybody on the the phones here. We got Liz. How are you, Liz? Hi, guys. Doing good. Hey. Good, 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 good. And your competition is Jordan and Zach. How are you, Jordan? Man, it's hot out here. I know. Well, my little computer here says 105 degrees right now. This weekend's supposed to get to 109. Sweat your sack off. All right. Uh, Here's how the game works. Nelson goes out. He's talked to, I think this week is a millennial. Yes. Nikki D, what I want you to do, if we continue to play this game, okay. I want you to keep track of the different generations so at the end of the year, mm-hmm. we knew we know who the smartest generation is at the end oh, of the year. Oh, I like that. All right? Okay. They will. This person will be asked questions from all over the board, but I will tell you the questions come from different generations, people that would know it. All right? We'll see how smart this millennial is. Uh, Liz, Jordan, Liz, you'll go first. If you get it right, and all you have to do is yay or nay, their answer, will they get it right, will they not get it right, you get a point. If not, that point goes to your competition. Nikki D will help both of you out. Liz, do you understand? I think so. <laughs> Jordan, do you understand? I believe so. Okay. Literally, guys, all you have to do after you hear the question is talk with Nikki D and go, yay, yeah, they're going to know it, or <laughs> nay, they're not going to know it. That's all. Okay. Okay. Well, let me introduce you to our generalist. Go Before ahead. we do that, can I ask Liz and Jordan what um, uh, are they millennials? Are they Gen X? Well, that's a good question, Liz. What what year were you born? I'm smack dab in the middle of Gen X. I was born in seventy one. Seventy one. So, yeah. All right, she's my people. Jordan, what about you? Yeah. Man, I was born in eighty six. I'm a millennial, but I don't claim it. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> All right, this is this is a good first run at this. All right, let's talk to our general. See who it is. What's your name? My name is Alice. Okay, Alice, what do you do for a living? I own an apparel company. So what all goes into that? A lot of bands will contact me to get their merch done. And then I also have my own line as well. That's cool. How old are you? I am 32 years old. What music are you into? I am mainly into metal. What do you like to do for fun? I love everything art. I like to draw. I like to do graphic design. I like to just make things. All right, she's the carryover Valley girl from Gen X. Absolutely. <laughs> Hello, my name is Alice. I like <laughs> art. Things. I like to do things. <laughs> I like arts and crafts. I like those types of things. And I'm into metal. And when I say metal, I mean Fallout Boy. Uh, yes. Right. Okay. All right. Liz, let me write this down here. Liz and Jordan and Liz and Jordan and Liz and Jordan and Liz. All right. Liz, you get the first one. Here's the first one for generally speaking, A1. What is a church key used for? What is a church key used for? Now, this would be a boomer yes. knowledge question. Yeah, they, they weren't using church keys when you were. No, no, no. 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 Do you know what a church key is, Nikki D? I don't know what a church key is. Really? I would assume it's a key to a church. Okay, so what do you think the answer is? I think you use the key to open a chest. A chest. Yeah. All right. Liz, do you know what a church key is? Um. No, I mean, I was thinking the same as Nikki D. It might be to open a church door or something, but I, I don't think she'll know, though. I don't think. Okay, well, let me tell you what it is. It's to open cans. Oh. Oh, yeah. so it's a can opener. Yeah, it's a can. Yeah, right. Well, they, they, yeah. <laughs> the boomer generation, very religious. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everything was church. <laughs> uh, so do you think, Liz, yay or nay, that our generalist Alice will know to open cans? Yay or nay? 
No way, no way will she know this. I'm going to say nay. She's a millennial. I'm a millennial. I don't think she knows that. All right. No on open cans. Let's find out. A2. Um, I think a church key It's used either, I think it's used to tighten a grandfather clock. Back in the day, that's how you had to open up cans or pop open cans. Oh, that key. was a good guess, though. <laughs> Grandfather yeah. Where does that come from? Tighten a grandfather clock. Like of all all the things you could say. Because <laughs> what? There's a show on Netflix called Lock and Key, and you use that key in a grandfather oh, clock. Yeah. That's why she thought it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then they body snatch it, don't Yep. All right, Liz, you're on the board. You understand now. Everything's working out. Jordan, you get the next one here for generally speaking B1. What famous event took place on a dairy farm in New York in 1969? Nikki D, what famous event took place on a dairy farm in New York in 1969? Woodstock. Woodstock, yeah. This is, (laughs) I mean, boomer generation, but everybody should know. (laughs) Jordan, do you think our generalist Alice, the millennial, will know Woodstock, yay or nay? Oh, I sure hope so. I think she'll definitely know this one, Jordan. I would say yay. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't know Woodstock? You'd right? be surprised. I mean, I feel right. like if I know it, everyone knows it. Yeah, okay. That's how Nikki D plays. If she knows it, <laughs> any dumb dumb can know. It. All right, so yay on Woodstock, correct? Yay. Yay. All right, let's find out. Uh that is Woodstock. That's correct. Yeah. There you go. Nice um. You know who played at Woodstock, Nikki D? I knew you were gonna say that next. No, I don't know who played it. Like one person. <laughs> just one, yeah, just give me one. Uh, the guy whose uh, guitar got busted. And his, his, his uh, okay, his name is? Um, is it, um, I can see his face. What's he look like? Got blonde hair. Blonde hair. And he wore like a cowboy hat. Cowboy hat. And um, you want like some... red, white, and blue. Yep, you want some help? Yep. Cody. Cody? Cody. Wells. Cody Wells. No, not Cody Wells. Cody Wood starts with a W. Cody Woods. No, with Cody with the With Withrow. Withrow. Cody Withrow. Cody Withrow. Okay. Yeah. Thank and this, you. You're welcome. There you go. I don't know who that is. I just made no. the name. <laughs> yeah, that's like I think you're I think you're thinking of Jimi Hendrix. When he lit his guitar. When he lit and he definitely doesn't have blonde hair. Cody Withrow. <laughs> I was like, your knowledge of music is deeper than mine, but I'm almost certain Cody Withrow is not a name. But it, it you can stretch the word. Yeah, with I was like it. I was like, Woody Guthrie is like, what is he trying to I say? I couldn't let her get the right no, last name. No. So. <laughs> with, with. <That's> a jerk. <laughs> All right, Liz, it's tied up. One apiece. The next one going to you, generally speaking. Here we go. C1. What products commercial told customers to clap on, clap off? Nikki D, this would be a Gen X thing. What products commercials told people to clap on, clap off? The lights. What's it called? What products commercial? What was it called? What's the product? Oh, shoot. Clap on, clap off. Um, clapping lights. Crapping lights? Clapping lights. What, what weird shows are you watching? <laughs> Man, I ate this Mexican. It was electric. <laughs> Just crapping lights. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn, Cody Winthrow was with me. <laughs> Liz, you know the answer, right? You remember it? Yes, 
clap on, clap off. The clapper. The clapper. Yeah, the clapper. The clapper. That's what I was saying. Very similar to what your doctor said you had after your last birthday. Oh, no. Not me, not me, not me. She does like prisoners. Would, uh... Will will Alice, our millennial, know the clapper, Liz? That's the question. Yay or nay? Oh, this is um, difficult. I, would show either way, but I think yes, because Nikki almost knew it, and I knew <laughs> it. I say yes, yay. I'm going to say nay to this. I, this is a little tough. <laughs> oh. Well, you got to go yeah, whatever you want, but I don't think she's going to get it. What do you think? Um... Is it okay if I still say yay? I think she, I think she will get it. Okay. okay. Going with yay, right? Yay? Yay. All right, here we go. Let's find out. C2. That would be the clap on, clap off lamp. Like clap on, oh. clap off, clap on, clap mm-hmm. off. Oh, you're dancing around it. It's the clapper. Oh, it's <laughs> See, I the, it. the lamp. You're I don't even know if she gave you an answer. No, she's like the clap. Well, the lamp, I guess, was the answer. Yeah. Jordan, you get that point. Now Liz is behind and she's upset. And the board the board is Jordan, so he can take a big old fat juicy lead here. Uh here you go, brother man. Next one, generally speaking, D one. Who famously tore up a picture of the Pope on SNL? That's a Gen X thing right there. That's a good question, Nikki D. Who famously tore up a picture of the Pope on Saturday Night Live? Um a picture of the Pope. Who would be mad at the Pope? Goodness gracious. Um, do I get a clue? Sure. What is it? I wish you knew the answer to this. I wish you did, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody Irish. Oh, oh my God. Dang. Oh. <laughs> How did she ever come up with that? Oh. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly. I, you, what? I, what? Bill O'Reilly. Because you were saying, oh, oh, I thought that was another clue. Oh, that's, yeah, that's. I don't know why Bill. What's that? Well, Liz, you're not even in this. Stop. It's Jordan's. Uh, This person might have run it by Prince before they did it. She's not going to know that. Okay. Michael Jackson. No. Jordan, you know the answer to this? Bro, I don't. I have no idea. Oh, my God. Sinead O'Connor. Oh, that's why you're saying oh. <laughs> and yeah. Prince because he wrote her famous song. Oh, okay, okay. Nothing compares. Yeah, it's a Prince song. To you. It's a Prince song. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh the question is, Jordan Man, Alice, our millennial, our generalist, will she know Sinead O'Connor, yay or nay? I think it's a nay. Nay, Jordan. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. All right, let's find out. Mm-hmm. D two. Uh that is Sinead O'Connor. You got oh. We will accept Sinead. Uh-huh. Yes. Because yes. that's commonly done. All right, Liz, that means it's all tied back up, and the next one's yours. Here we go. Generally speaking, E1, Nelson. What did the Y2K bug effect? All right, Nikki D, what did the Y2K bug effect? Computers. Computers, that is correct. Nicely done. That is a very millennial thing to know, and you are a millennial. I am. Liz, will Alice know computers? I think my face again. I still say. I say yes again. I think she'll know it. I think she might know this one too. She's a millennial. We we were big in the Y two K era, so I'm gonna say yes. All right, yay on oh, wow. computers. E two. It did nothing, but it was gonna mess up computers, and then we were all gonna not know what day it was or something like that. Yeah, it was computers. Nailed it. Yeah, the whole story. Yeah. Too. She knew it down to a science. <laughs> okay, we're running out of time. We only got two questions left. Maybe, Jordan, if you don't get this one right, Liz will automatically win, right? Because there just won't be enough. Mm-hmm. You get this, you tie it, and it's up to Liz to win. So put the pressure on her. So the big question right here, F1. 
What popular series of books and movies were written by Suzanne Collins? All right, Nikki D. What popular series of books and movies were written by Suzanne Collins? This is a Gen Z type thing. Twilight. <laughs> which, which one? Oh, I got to say, you wish Twilight? Yeah. The Twilight series? No, no, no. Twilight the... Twilight the... I gotta say it's a vampire movie? No, no, no. What's the title? The Vampire What? Diaries. Diaries? Yeah. No, I just made that up. I was gonna say no, that's not it. We're, we're looking for the Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know it's mm-hmm. one of those. Yeah. Looking for the Hunger Games. Darn it. That's All right. Stephanie. Twilight, Twilight Stephanie somebody. Stephanie, yeah. Stephanie, Stephanie. Jordan, uh, will Alice know Hunger Games? This is big. Yay or nay? Yay. I'm going to say nay. I don't think she knows it, Jordan. Ooh, one of those answers is really good. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to get it mixed up with Twilight like I did. Which one do you want, Jordan? I'm sticking with yay. Yay for the tie to stay in the game. Yay on Hunger Games F2. Um, I think, does Suzanne Collins write Twilight or True Blood? I feel like it was something slutty. Wasn't a lot of humping. There's actually books about kids killing each other. <sighs> slutty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, that gives Liz four and Jordan two. But we appreciate you, Jordan. Thanks for playing. You can try again tomorrow. We'll have some more of these right tickets. Up. Liz, congratulations. You're going to see Blues Traveler, Big Ed Todd, the Monsters, Spin Doctors, at the venue, Thunder Valley, Saturday, July 28th, okay? Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening. You hang on. I like that. This is a little, it's a little bit tougher with these uh, Gen Z, Boomer, all those questions. I've had this game in my little file for seven years. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just never got around now to it. Now it's out. I like now it. It's out. It was I, fun. I like it, too. I like Test talking my, generational my stuff. My brain muscles. Uh, all right, a couple different things here. Uh, we'll see what happens when we get back. It just depends on where my brain's at. But they now have a cause of death for Lisa Marie Presley, and it's spooky what she passed away of. Oh. Like, spooky. Uh, also, Barry Bonds is still upset, and he recently did an interview on a podcast, and he had some choice words for Major League Baseball. Of course, all about steroids. Something Nikki D is currently taking. <laughs> she does have that rage. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> it's weird after hours when she asks me to inject her. Uh, all right, so your phone number, 916-909-0985. Use that on the text machine as well. Uh, and if you do text us, and it's worth repeating, you yeah. even get a little noise now. I will have that noise for you in just a okay. second. Yeah, I, just, I have it downloaded. Wait, wait till we tell you what that noise just is. Yes. yes. All right, give us a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. You want to go to the uh, text machine first before? Yes. All right, go ahead. All you right. go ahead and play it. Go ahead and play it. It's okay. not the one I wanted, but go ahead and play it. Okay, I'll give you your text machine right here. That's not it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll well, get it. The first text says, I think you need to say cat pervert louder than him. If you can't reason with them, then beat them at their own game. There you go. So, Well, that doesn't work. No, 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 no. Because then... You're just getting louder and louder and loud, you know, and then you're screaming at each other and somebody's got to back off. Yeah. Somebody has to not be the fool in the situation with two people cat just pervert. yelling loudly. Right. You you have to, in a situation like the, the cat videos that we we're talking about earlier is this would be my advice to anybody that gets into a situation with a crazy person like that is stop it before it starts. Cat mm-hmm. pervert. You won't win. 
No, because he's gonna just keep going and going and going. Going and going. And you can't reason with crazy. Right. You can't you can't reason with crazy and you mm-hmm. can't reason with stupid. Nope. So walk away. If it doesn't affect the amount of food that's on the plate for your kids, yep. it doesn't matter. I would have went right inside of my house. Nothing in life matters unless it affects the amount of food that goes on your kid's plate. Well, that's that's the, a good motto. That is the only thing in life that matters. But what if they're messing with your cat? Like, cat pervert. No, <laughs> it doesn't matter. All right, what's the next one? Jason, there's a new Black Mirror episode called Joan is Awful that completely verifies what you were saying. I don't reflect color, so I don't watch Black Mirror. Black Mirror <laughs> is on your Netflix, okay? <laughs> it is no, in your lineup. You stop for a second. I'm sorry to order you. Stop and appreciate that. Now, Bailey is usually known for what? I don't hear color, right? Like, that's his joke. Mm -hmm. But listen to what he said. I heard what he said. What did he say? He doesn't see color. No. See, she just had it. She was just, doesn't. best talkers are better listeners, kiddo. Oh, my God. I don't reflect color is what I said. Oh, sorry. Reflect color. Right. Well, that's that's the punch. Because it's a black mirror. Yeah, go ahead. Cat pervert. I'll talk to you next time. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) What's the text? That's what he said. He said it's verifying what you're saying right now, which is a a series on Netflix. Mm. I don't reflect it. You just crack him up. He is so crack It was actually a pretty good joke. Like very rarely will I call myself. That was a pretty good one. I got to tell you. I was was very proud of that one. Is that a show show on Netflix? I don't watch. Is it good? Yeah, it is good. That's Mm. what I was telling you, that it's, it's actually in your lineup. If you go under your watch things or watch things, it's in there. Season six. Lisa Marie Presley, her cause of death, small bowel obstruction. Oh, no. Isn't that spooky? Yeah, because can't that happen to anybody? Well, no. It's because her father died on the toilet. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't even. Correlation. Oh, yeah. Think about that. that is spooky. Yeah. Because I didn't get it at first. You're right. That is spooky. That's like uh, Whitney Houston and her daughter dying the same way. In the bathtub. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, mm-hmm. that freaky? Because you don't have no way of reasoning with that. Like, what is it? I was Both blind. you guys die the same kind of way? Well, Whitney and, I mean, like, they there was drugs. Right. Her and Bobby. Probably wasn't a peanut butter and banana sandwich that held down Lisa Marie. So yeah. they're, they're both, you know, whether Bobby Christina meant to do it, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, we don't know what that one. Um, but it was right up the street from my old, my old house. It was. In that condo duplex. Did you ever used to run into her? No, I wouldn't know her if I ran into her. I not. ran into her once at the gas station. What? Mm-hmm. She was really nice, too. Should have told her, don't take a bath. Always shower. Yeah. No. <laughs> <Baby> standing. No. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it be crazy if you knew, like, the future and you could run into somebody knowing how they were going to die. Uh-huh. And you just be like, dude, trust me, you don't want to go on that trip this weekend. But you couldn't tell them. Right, because it'll mess it up. Because it would mess up the you know the butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. You couldn't, you could, but you had to. Try to hint to them. One they of wouldn't my, believe you. One of my all-time favorite shows growing up was Quantum Leap. And I yes. think they brought it back. They tried. They, they tried. But I just thought that was such a cool concept. You know, he, you know Scott Bakula would go uh-huh. back and. You know, he would go back in the, the past and all that good stuff. But if you could run into somebody knowing what the future was going to hold for them, like present day, you're not going back. You, you ju- already know. You already know. Starting from today, you know that person's, something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And you could stop them, but you couldn't tell them, would they listen to you? No, they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. They would think that you were off your rocker or you were just being whatever, weird. 
that's everybody's word now weird they wouldn't listen because how many times have you told somebody to not do something because you just had a bad feeling about it mm-hmm. and they did it anyway and they did it anyway same difference and and, and you're always kind of like 50 50 you're like I, I think i need to tell them but i don't want to be a weirdo uh-huh and then when it's wrong you're the weirdo they and they come back and they put it in your face that's happened to me before with my dreams remember i told you when my best friend got married last year, I I dreamed her being married. The only difference and the only thing that happened different was I got kidnapped. But you better believe on my way to her wedding, I was very vigilant. Yeah. To make sure. I don't you're laughing. I buy into it. I buy into it. I look, I'm a fan of the universe. Yes. I, I, I think we have superpowers that were untapped. Mm-hmm. You speak on it because I, I buy into it. I'm here with you. No. I was very vigilant. Just as long I as you get kidnapped. Next time I say I don't reflect color, you hear it. I'm yeah. in, I'm with you on the <laughs> Vigilance stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> and and the other problem is, is if you're right, you can't tell that person. Like it goes silent. Like if you're right about something uh-huh. that you foreshadow, uh-huh. you're a visionary. Because I'm a visionary. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that I'll foresee in the future, and and I say it out loud. And I'm always the crazy. I'm uh, what do you guys call me? I'm um, uh, what's the term that you guys always called me? Um, what did we call you? I know uh, what you're talking about too. Uh, paranoid. Paranoid. Yeah, you're paranoid because, you know, it's like, like the last two times I've been fired, I've told everybody I'm getting fired this week. I know. Yeah, but nobody knows that or says that. So, yeah, we called you paranoid in that scenario I literally, you said it all the time. I literally went into the boss's office and I said, look, we got two choices here. You got to fire me or I'm quitting. Mm. Like, I said that to him. Yeah, but. I knew it was going to. I hate it. My life. <laughs> nobody predicts being fired, though. That's why we called you paranoid. But I, I was we, right. But you've predicted some things that were right, and I give you credit for that. But yes, paranoia for the job thing, I didn't believe it till I saw it. I'll never call you that again, have I? Thank no. you. I appreciate that. Have not. But when you're, especially with your significant other, if you, you know, look, I don't think that's a good move. Mm-hmm. And they do it anyway. You can't go back and say anything where they get mad at you mm-hmm. for you, being a visionary. Yeah. Like, who gets in trouble for knowing the future? They you do. never saw Michael J. Fox get yelled at by Jennifer. Nope. Or Doc Brown. Oh, Doc was in love with him. Even Biff didn't yell at him. He just made fun of him. He just called him a butthead. Because we already know when someone's right and they've told us, you don't have to do the I told you shows. It's, it's eating us on the inside. We got it. So that's why I Silence is golden. You were right. I disagree with that. I think uh, the reiteration of the I told you so is very important. (laughs) Why is it important? (laughs) (laughs) People have very short-term memories, Mm -hmm. and it's it's very important to remind them because they might have forgotten what you said because I think they try to block it out. I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our daughter, the the car we got her for her 16th birthday. My wife right now is going, I'm waiting. I was waiting. I know, I know that's what she's thinking around. I'm waiting for a text message. I'm waiting to see that watch light up. Yeah. It's about to. And she, 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 I, I suggested a certain car, mm-hmm. the one that we have now, mm-hmm. but she went with a different one, which, because it was cute. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, I go, not the smartest move. There's just, it's just not, a, not a good vehicle. There's a lot of things. This is what I've heard. This is what I've read. Don't have a good vibe on this. This is bad. She does it anyway. What happens in months? I don't even think it was, it was like maybe two months. It was very quick because I saw it one day the next day. It needed a new freaking engine. Dang. And warranty wasn't going to pick it up. Thank God we had a relationship with the dealership at the time that they took care of everything and we were able to swap it out Mm -hmm. for value of the new vehicle. Right. But if we didn't have that relationship, we would, you know. Would have been SOL. That's right.
But I was I made sure that you told her, and I think it's important every about six months that you remind that person <laughs> as well. Every six months, see now that's overkill. That's Especially overkill. If you have a radio show, it's important oh, for yes. not only her to know, but to have people to help you remind her if they see her out. <laughs> Remember when he told you don't buy that car about the car situation? Yes. <laughs> Very important stuff going on here. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll get to the Barry Bond stuff maybe later. All right, second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what drug first the FDA the FDA approved and who gave an emotional presentation at the Epsies. I don't. Uh, Ep- what did you say? Espies. Espies. Oh, she says Epsies. Well, that's the award for uh, no flashing lights at that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> no strobe effects at the Epsies. No uh, CeeLo Brown or Green or whatever his name's video. Crazy, no crazy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. I don't reflect color. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. I understand it. Joke. I know Nelson's going to turn red every time <laughs> you say it. That's a good Remind me throughout uh, the show uh, okay. yeah. that you don't reflect color. What's, what's that show called? The Espies. No, the black what? <laughs> The Black Mirror. Yeah, I don't reflect that. <laughs> it works every time. That's a good one. Yeah. No. It's good. It's great. All right. We'll get your second round of headlines. <laughs> Upcoming. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. And here we go. Second round of headlines sponsored by Good Guys Heating and Air. That phone number is 530-GOOD-AIR. It's going to be hot this weekend. If your AC goes out, call these guys because they're the good guys. Good guys always win, right? Absolutely. 530-GOOD-AIR. All right, Nikki D. Birth control will soon be at your fingertips. H3. Opal's maker. Perigo says that it will begin shipping the drug out next year, and there will also not be any age restrictions. The FDA has approved its first over-the-counter birth control pill. This, according to CNN, I feel really excited about this because this gives you the option now to go into the store, pick up birth control if you need to use it. As they said in the clip, there's not going to be any age restrictions. They're trying to make it affordable also so that if you need it, you're able to afford to get it. Is this going to be a a thing, you know, because of everybody going, you got the people that are pro-abortion, anti-abortion, Pro-life, pro-choice kind of thing. Is this going to be, this is a cop? People going to be um, like picketing outside the grocery stores or something, you mean? Protesting? Yeah. Probably so. There'll be some stupid people People are mad that. about everything these days, so. Well, they've got a right to believe whatever they want. I'm just curious, you know, if 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 having this, uh, you know, because I personally don't take birth control. You don't? <laughs> but, you know, if this is going to, because like I saw, I did see the stories. I thought there would be more uproar over this but i have not seen anything and then like leading up to it i mean this is can't be the first time we've heard about it well this is the first time they've tried to propose it this is the first time that it's actually been approved and it's now officially going to happen the only downside me personally that i see to this is with them letting it not have an age restriction is your children like sneaking to go put themselves on birth control that's the only aspect of it that i don't really like like if my daughter is taking a birth control um peel or whatever i want to at least know about it so that's kind of my only downside to it but i think it's good that it's going to be accessible so i've got to go to a special section in cvs and show my driver's license 
have them scan it for sinus medicine, mm-hmm. but anybody can pick this stuff They're up. They're saying anybody will be able to go pick these pills up. So no, I don't the, know if I'm a fan of that either. I agree with yeah, you. Because you want to know if, you're, if mm-hmm. your kids, if your, children. if your children is on it, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yeah. that's my only thing that I don't like. So we'll, that, we'll see. That story is not saying that it won't be in the same place, though. Like, you're not prohibited from doing it. You're just being tracked by the government. That's why you have to show your ID for that. Well, for the sinus stuff? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, yeah, but I'm saying you, this is, I mean, easier to get than that. That was my point. But what I mean is, like, that story is not necessarily saying that the oh, the over-the-counter doesn't necessarily mean it won't be in the same place you're talking about. Uh-huh. There might still be a hoop that you have to jump through at the pharmacy. I read they're going to put it in Pez dispensers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it does say... It's the same something. people that are grooming the kids from what I hear. <laughs> Whatever they say. <laughs> All right, next thing. Good for you, birth controls. Yeah. The ESPYs had a gut-wrenching moment that people won't forget. H4. Please welcome this year's recipient of the Pat Tillman Award for Service, the training staff of the Buffalo Bills. Oof. Mm. This is our good guy story of today. It comes from TMZ. Damar Hamlin presented an award on the ESPYs last night. We talked about that yesterday, the show that was being on. We wasn't sure about it. And one of the things that had people emotional, most people was crying, is that they showed a video clip, and in the clip he's speaking, and he says, I didn't wake up that morning in January thinking that I would need someone to save my life that day. And I doubt the training staff thought that they would have to do it either. And then he brings them out and thanks them. He's breaking down and is crying. And just even watching the replay, I shed a couple of tears. Yeah, and Pat McAfee, who hosted the ESPYs last night, like I said yesterday, I didn't, I mean, I'm a fan, right? I dig Mm -hmm. his show. I like his podcast and all that stuff. And I I, I think he's he's a very talented guy. I didn't realize how good he was on the microphone as a host. Mm-hmm. That guy might be my favorite uh, Mike Monkey that I've ever seen oh, wow. host a show. He was that good. But when he did his monologue mm-hmm. and he, you know, talked about different people in the audience and separate and whatever, uh, and he talks about the Demar Hamlin thing, you know, he's like he's alive, blah blah blah, and then he takes this vicious uh, shot at Skip Bayless. Because when that happened on Monday Night Football, if it, you know, I was watching it live just like a lot of you, uh, Skip Bayless had text uh, that not knowing the severity of the injury, mm-hmm. get like get that dead body off the off the, the, <gasps> the oh. no. and it's still up there. So Pat McAfee goes, you make he takes a shot, he says, you know, it's time to take that down, Skip. It's you know, it's yeah. it's, it's over. Yeah. So I, I didn't I didn't even know that existed until he did that until he said either. that. Wow. But when you watch it like I I highly suggest that you google that moment last night because we've never to the best of my knowledge have ever seen this in the history of sports, right? Definitely not in the NFL. Yeah, I googled it. I couldn't find it. And, and you go and watch not necessarily when he collapsed on the field. For those that don't know, last year during Monday Night Football and the Bills were playing, he collapsed and would have died. Mm-hmm. If it and it was a heart issue. If it weren't for the training staff, not only of the facility, but without a doubt of the Buffalo Bills. Secondly, he did die, right? Yeah, yes, he his yeah, heart did stop. Right. Yep. Yeah, heart stopped, brought him back to life. Um, to have that young man up on stage and he's back out on the field playing the sport that he loves. God, how could you go Goose back? Goosebumps. Goosebumps. And introducing the training staff that saved his life. And on top of that, Giving him the Pat Tillman Award, who is another great story in itself. Oh, right. Is the feels everybody should get. I, 
I got the feels. I'm uh, about to get them right now, but I don't like crying on air, so let's. So I can cry at that. Let's not make me cry. <laughs> that you can cry. Okay, I'll go watch them in a second because I'm already getting emotional. That about one Pat you can Tillman. cry. That one you can shed a tear because it's that emotional. Tears will drop. I mean, it's, a, it's like you said, it's the good guy story of the day. It is the good guy story of the day. It, it, you know, out of conflict came character. Everybody's a hero. It's mm-hmm. great. It's fantastic. Uh, I'm going to set you up for a guest for tomorrow. Hopefully, all goes what well. should. Uh, the guest will be, her name is Jennifer Faison. We briefly touched on this yesterday. There is a new docuseries on Hulu called Betrayal. And it actually took place in mine and Nikki D's old neck of the country. I remember when the story came out because it was a national story of the teacher of the year being accused, then arrested, then charged with sexual assault on a student. But it goes deeper than that. And even better is how his wife, Jennifer Faison, has handled the situation. So I'll give you the rundown on that here in just a minute. Hey, thanks for being here. It's the BS, all sponsored by Sky River Casino, El Grove. Craving one of those steaks from uh, Prime over there. That's our Prime. It was oh. delicious. It was like, what, three weeks ago I was there. So steaks are so good. You know, there's like certain foods that you can have that you crave mm-hmm. after you have it. Their steaks are one of them. And I didn't get the filet uh, last time like I did before. I got the uh, New York strip because I wanted a little marble to it. And uh, you got to love that charcoal and the marble. That's I, good. Oh, yeah, that's what I I got the ribeye. You got Ooh, the ribeye last Yes, time. it yeah. was delicious. It's uh, the BS. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That is Nikki D. There is Nelson. So yesterday we, had, uh, we were talking about the Lincoln Lawyer and, and the midseason finale and all that stuff on Netflix. And then I had, uh, my wife had actually sent me a message about this new docuseries on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And it's called Betrayal. Uh, and uh, it's about this guy. Uh, his last name's Heron. He was like, it's called Betrayal the Perfect Husband. And his name is Spencer Heron. And this takes place in our old neck of the woods in Georgia. Yes, and he was the teacher of the year numerous times. Mm-hmm. Twice. Just just to give you kind of a heads up on this guy. I didn't know him personally, but what people would say about it, as you would see in this docu- docuseries on Hulu, he's one of those guys, and we all know somebody like this, that no one speaks poorly of. Right. He was the perfect friend, the mm-hmm. perfect, he was good looking. He was allegedly the perfect husband. He, he was, played in a band. Played in a band. He was a member of the National Guard. Mm-hmm. He helped out the kids. He was a videographer by trade. He would volunteer. He was a member of the church, the, uh, the community. He was that guy. Right. And so uh, they, he and Jennifer Faison, his wife, met in college at a small private liberal arts school in Georgia called Barry College. Uh, and they were, you know, two peas in a pot. They were inseparable. Her family loved him. His family loved her. Their friends loved each other. They were the perfect match. They were. So when he was a year older and when he became a senior, she broke up with him. She did. Not because she didn't love him anymore, but because she's like, you know, look, I got to find myself. I got to get my career. I just need space. One of those types of things. And he was heartbroken. Well, as time went on and she got her career, she actually got into the TV industry. She became, you know, a PA, producer assistant, that kind of thing for different television shows like Judge Judy and Extreme Home Makeover Mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. And he goes about his life 
And he uh, becomes marries somebody else, gets right, some kids, has a kid, marries yeah. somebody else, and does his videographer stuff. Then gets into the National Guard and playmate, all that stuff. And so they have two different separate lives. Mm-hmm. So fast forward like twenty years later, um, their high school class reunion, class reunion, not high school class reunion class for reunion college coming was coming up. Mm-hmm. And so she reaches out to him. She says, "Hey, how you doing?" Mm-hmm. And they start talking. And he goes, hey, look, I'm going to be in New York for work. I didn't know because you travel often if you're going to be in New York. She's like, no, unfortunately, I'm not. And this is where the universe comes into play. So her job, like a week later, calls her and says, hey, we need you in New York on those days that he's going to be up there. Wow. So that's somebody telling you something. Exactly. You can't the, deny fate, right? She, she, she has not found anyone like Spencer in her life. She's absolutely in love with this guy, even 20 years later. She's like, you know, I never got married. I never found the guy. She goes up in New York. They rekindle. They're back together. They figure it out. She leaves L.A. because she's living in L.A. at this time. She leaves L.A. She goes and moves with him in uh, Atlanta. Actually, uh, a place called Ackworth or Buford. It's, it's, it's well, out there, outskirts. It, it, we call it OTP, outside the perimeter. So kind of good old boy world. And they have a great life mm-hmm. in a small community where everybody knows them. They got their family. They open a wine bar. They do. That's they have the seven good years. That's the setup, right, for this docu series. That's what you see in the first. I didn't know all this. I knew the story. I remember talking about the story, especially because uh-huh. it was a local story. Then it went national. I didn't realize, and I haven't gotten into the rest of it. But the next part is, she comes home, and normally when she comes home, he meets her in the driveway, and he did not meet her this time. She thought that was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. She goes inside, and he's sitting down on the couch sobbing. There's a piece of paper on the coffee table. She walks over. What's wrong? He responds with, it's over. It's all over. She sits down next to him. What are you talking about? He hands her the piece of paper, and it's an arrest warrant, and it says for sexual assault. Now, this is, and then the cops come in. Whoa. They handcuff him. They don't even, this was like a weird thing that's mentioned in this uh, this documentary. Again, I haven't gotten through the whole thing, but I gotta watch this. That, that um, they didn't read him as Miranda rights, and she's like, "What are you arresting him for?" And they never told her. So I, I and I don't know if there was more to it than th- there was just that she was bringing it up because she also started a podcast. She did, she and did that's how this docu series came about, which I'll get to here in just a second. So anyway, um, they take they they arrest him. This is how good of a guy this is. No one believed it. I mean, think about this. And this wasn't that long ago. This was, what, 2018? Yeah, 2018. Right? This wasn't that long ago. We live in a day and age where you don't even have to be guilty of something. As long as someone accuses you. You're already guilty in the public eye. already guilty. Yep. You are hung at the public square by the social media mob. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. And the local news or national news, when they write a retraction, it's four deep. It's not going to be the headline that once was that when you got arrested. You probably won't even ever see it. (laughs) Exactly. No one will see it. No. You can never redeem yourself. Mm -hmm. But in this case, he was such a great guy his entire life. You know, they're probably about, I think they're about my age or like mid-40s, late-40s, that no one believed him. No one, I'm sorry, no one believed them. They believed him. They believed him when he said, I didn't do any of this. Wow. A student, I guess, at the high school, I believe he was at what's called Sprayberry High School, accused him of sexual assault. She did. No one believed her. They thought she was a liar. They turned on her, the kid at the school, Mm -hmm. right? 
And this is a year after Me Too had hit a fever pitch. Right. So 2017 is when Me Too really ramped up. I don't. I couldn't tell you another story where this took place. I mean, you have to be a special someone. The reason why I'm putting this guy over will make sense here in just a second. For them to to get your back uh-huh. with these types of allegations. Uh-huh. The wife, Jennifer, says, I got to know more. So she gets into his Facebook. She sound like you. What? <laughs> you want to know all the details oh, of something it. Oh, like this yes. happening. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I'm in your social media. I'm in your email. I'm in your phone. Gets into his Facebook. Then gets into his email. Mm-hmm. When she gets into his email, she finds a folder, photos. She opens the photos folder. She just sees message after message after message of naked women yep. sending him stuff. He was banging prostitutes. He was banging strippers, students, good friends. People, everybody. Everybody In was anybody. banging this guy. Sounds exhausting. That's like, there's one part, I mean, as horrible as this is, and I'll tell Jennifer this tomorrow, we're going to have her on about the same time. Like, one side of you kind of has to appreciate a guy that for seven, eight years has been able to live this type of lie. Right. Like, that takes a special someone. Like, if you were able to use that skill somewhere else and not hurt so many people. The multitasking alone? You would be a multimillionaire. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Put that energy somewhere good. That's what I'm saying. I know. I saw a look on your face like... I would want to wring his neck. But if that kind of talent, like these cult leaders, you know, the manipulation power... Uh You could put that to a more positive use. You'd be a superhero. I said the same thing about drug dealers. Take those business skills and open a real business. Right. Right. Jay-Z, listen to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he sure did. So uh, so she's going through these emails, finding this, all this stuff. And, I mean, you can only imagine. This is a, a, a woman who, this was her college sweetheart. She even, with the 20 years that separated them, mm-hmm. thought about him every single day. He was her soulmate. Yeah, she uproots her life, moves across the country to be with him. Right. Oh. And uh, and she starts to find out that the entire time that they were together was a lie. Everything. Everything. Can you imagine? You're listening right now, and, and, and I'm going to ask you, and maybe we can kind of continue this conversation, which that would be great. No thinking that you know someone, you trust them 110%. You're all in. And then you find out they're a totally different person. I'm not just talking about the, I never thought they would lie to me, but they did. Look, that now does I'm talking about a guy like this. Mm-hmm. His entire life was a lie. Everything you thought you knew, it was not. Right. That I, I just couldn't, I can fathom it on a smaller scale because when you're kind of dating people and you find out they're cheating on you, but it's just one girl. To find out that it's, 20, 30, 40, 50 60, women? 60 plus, I think she what? said. Oh, yeah, wow. 60 plus. That's a whole nother level. Like, he was having sex, like, numerous times a day. Dang. Was where, it even working? Where do you find... So, here's the other thing. They open up a wine bar in a city called Beaufort. And it actually starts out with downtown Beaufort. And it's funny because my buddy played in a Nirvana cover band, and there's a bar there called 37 Main, and it's, like, right next to 37. Where we've been there. We've been there. <laughs> and uh, I didn't realize the wine bar was right there. I mean, we, you know, they're there in the pizza place and all that stuff. And so they owned that wine bar. And what he would do is he would put a sign on the door back in five minutes. Literally, like, she would go and see, oh, he must have gone somewhere. I'll come back in five minutes, you know, whatever. Wow. He was in the bathroom nailing some girl. Back in five minutes. <clears throat> He was a quickie. Well, that, like, 
Well, sometimes again, it's about volume at that at that point. Wait, wait, again, you kind of like the guy's telling her, "I'm giving all I got is five minutes in me." Like that's pretty impressive. You're able to, <laughs> and she's willing to accept that. <laughs> yeah, she's willing to accept that. That's fine for a free glass of wine, right? <laughs> or whatever the case may be. So, uh, so the guy's in jail, and, and and I'm getting to the point where you start to hear conversations with with he and his wife, and how he's just admitting it, and he's sorry, and, and he's a horrible person, and this and this and that. But here's the kicker, okay, and this is the positive that you'll take out of this, is that this woman, can you imagine, doesn't matter girl or guy, but can you imagine how embarrassed, one, we've all been cheated on, and how did you feel? Embarrassed, Mm -hmm. stupid, dumb. Right, and then being cheated on by somebody that's in your inner circle, it's even worse. Mm -hmm. Yes. With social media, even worse especially if they're trying to give you some type of receipt, right? They're putting pictures out there and they're, mm-hmm. they're making comments. Oh my God, I've never known love to be so great. You know, like stupid stuff like that. Yes. And they're personal shots to you. You know that, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's all about one-on-one with a gazillion people Great on social booking. media. The embarrassment that this woman, Jennifer Faison, had to go through is unrealistic it's another level of embarrassment because now not only is your husband cheating on you with adults he's molesting a child Mm. to me that's another level of embarrassment that i never want to experience but i can't even imagine how she felt with it being that on top of everything else why did it have to be that exactly why wasn't everything else enough yeah, like, couldn't you have just cheated on me with the strippers? Just keep, stay yeah. with the strippers, so, Sam next yes. door, that, the child. The, rule, the neighbor, my best friend, but the, a kid. The rule of cheating, 18 and up, please. It, thank yes. you. Right? <laughs> Make it legal. So, so this woman, Jennifer Faison, who we'll have on tomorrow, she starts a podcast with, I'm assuming, her friend or something like that. And, uh, and this just goes to show for you podcasters that are like, well, I got to have all this nice equipment. It shows they're set up. They're literally at the kitchen table with a laptop and one of those um, those microphones with those blue. Uh, oh, the Yetis. Yeah, the Yetis. Uh-huh. Yeti blues. Yeah, <laughs> it's like pink, and, and they put on the multi-directional <laughs> option on and they're it. They're just using the one. They're just using the one. Wow. So it's it's Had like get her point across. That's it. I was like, I spent thousands of dollars <laughs> on my studio and my podcast setup, and this is all I had to do. At least you had a podcast. I've got a thousand dollars worth of podcast equipment at my house, and I maybe sometimes stream a video game. Never started it. So they right. start they start this podcast, which I'd never heard of. Uh, you know, the true crime stuff, you know, is, is popular. I get it, and it becomes successful enough that obviously it's picked up. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure Absolutely. I'm sure with her connections in the television industry that helped out as well. And I'll talk to her about that tomorrow because I'm curious. Uh, but this is how she's coping. You know, and again, how did you cope when you got cheated on? What did you do? Most of the time, you go crazy. Mm-hmm. I know women turn into the they turn into women that they're not normally every day mm-hmm. i called myself a they, lifetime special a lifetime special yes i called myself a lifetime special when i went through my stuff because at, at my lowest point i was in my living room in the fetal position and i was screaming oh. to the top of my lungs for like an hour i don't think that's the direction he was going yeah but you 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 hoard yourself out yeah ho phase yeah your ho phase well, well, after that. Yeah. <laughs> after I got after up. After I got over it. <laughs> you understand that no guy wants a hoe that's got makeup running down her cheeks. That's fair. No, after. It was after I got up. <laughs> yes. I'm not a, I'm not a fetal hoe. <laughs> no. 
Faux show. But right, everybody right. that gets cheated on, guys included. After it's over, that's what you do. Because you oh. don't want emotions anymore. You don't care. It's called justifiable regret. Absolutely. Right? I, that, that's what you do. You justify your regret. Uh, I will, we'll continue this because he's playing the music. But what? We got a... Uh, All right, hold on, hold on to the text. Okay. Can you hold the text we machine? We can hold it to the next hold one. Right, I, I'm going to see if I can find the right like music it. to play. Uh-huh. Too. I, got, I think I got it dialed in. Now. All right, we'll finish this conversation. But by the way, if you do want to get in on it, I'm curious like, if you can relate to this woman. Uh, either it's you found out somebody was nothing like what you thought they were. Mm-hmm. All right, this would be a good time to have that conversation probably for some of you. Or you were cheated on. How did you recover? Because when I finish this story and how this woman is recovering, because I didn't get to the point what she's doing, not only in this docuseries, but what she did on the podcast, which is balls. Oh. <laughs> Huge balls. All right. 916-909-0985. Also on the text mes- uh, machine, messaging and data rates apply. Get those calls in now if you got them. And give us a minute. Before we get to the text machine, Nikki D, I meant to ask you. Mm-hmm. Since you are a fashionista and you look stunning, you look stunning every day, but today you really got dialed up for your big business meeting with uh, the Food for Fitness people. Yeah, I did. By the way, thanks Thank for the brownies. Delicious. They were. They're all gone. We all, we ate them all. <laughs> so I dressed. I don't know if you noticed. This is me dressed up. I did notice that you were dressed up and you do look nice. Is, is this good? It is good. I got a big meeting with the bosses here tonight. And I, I, just want, I mean, I didn't want to dress up too much. You didn't do too much. I want to show your... them, like, I appreciate it. I'm here. I'm I'm business, but don't think I'm going all out for you. That's no. kind of the look I was going for. You nailed it. Did I get it? You nailed it. It's on yeah. par. Yeah. We're going to talk about flipping the format. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to K-pop. I'm going to. Now, I'm pitching hot jazz. Oh. Yeah. Love me some good jazz. Well, it's hot jazz. Hot. Well, what's the difference? It's all uh, Latin people. Oh, okay. Hot jazz. Latin, is there Latin jazz? Spicy jazz. Spicy jazz. Yeah, it might like, be. New. I don't know. I'm just making. This. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. we're 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 actually going to have a dead conversation. We're discussing Nelson's replacement hmm. and how we look for him. Or her. <laughs> look big, at Nelson. He's big, like, hmm. It's big shoes to fill. <laughs> so uh, that that and hot jazz. So pound for pound, you won't find another one like me. Well, that's what they're saying. They're like, we can't afford pain by pound because uh-huh. that was part yeah. of your. <laughs> when I negotiated your deal, I said, "Look, I understand that's how much you want to give them, but this guy works off of pounds." Yes, they didn't realize you were four hundred plus. No, nope, they did not. <laughs> so they the did. company is, you know, it's going bankrupt because well, of you. I've heard <laughs> it's not my issue. You're the ones who signed it. <laughs> they didn't even ask for a picture. I was like, "Nope, pound high five. We got them." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got on the text machine? That's it. There you go. I like that. The go. first one says, what's the name of the documentary you're talking about right now with the teacher that's accused of sexual assault? Betrayal, the perfect husband on Hulu. Yeah. yeah. Question for Bailey. You mentioned a podcast that you're doing. I assume it's your old podcast from Atlanta. I would like to know because I love you guys' show and I'm running Sweet. out of BS episodes to listen to on 98 Rock. Where can I catch your podcast? That sounds like a staged one. Right? It does. Like, like that you would write just to make yourself look good. But mm-hmm. it's not. It's definitely not staged. I don't believe it. <laughs> I think somebody wrote it in the room. No, nope, <laughs> I didn't. It's right here. Give me Number. a second, guys. <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> 
It's really a note from Nelson telling me about what he wrote. Oh. <laughs> hey, Jason, it's Nelson, your buddy from the other side of the room. I'm on the BS with you. Listen to this. I want to put it on the text machine. <laughs> hey, Bailey. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't do that anymore. Uh, it's uh, The only podcast we have is the- It's the on sh- the baileyshow.com. Yeah, it's the show that we do now. And Yeah, but there's old celebrity interviews and stuff that you've done before. That's up on the YouTube page, right? That, like, yes. People can subscribe to. Those same people I'm having dinner with tonight would highly suggest that you don't send them anywhere else other than Understood. to the Odyssey app or the baileyshow.com. That's it, baileyshow.com. And listen to that. But there is a new uh, thing that I'm going to start here sooner than later. So, uh, But right now you get the, the radio show in podcast form. I know it's kind of a cop-out, but either way. So uh, back to the, is that all you got? Yep, those are the only two. All right, cool. So uh, back to this uh, this docu-series, Betrayal, The Perfect Husband, and we're going to have Jennifer Faze and the wife on, the woman in question. Very strong woman. Like, that's what I was telling her. I was texting back and forth with her today, and I go, I got to tell you, I was like, I'm not just saying this to kiss your ass to get you on the show. I go, you are an amazing woman. Wow. Someone to go through this, to have a husband that was your soulmate, that you found out, out of, after all these years, I mean, we're talking 30-plus years, that he was a chronic cheater. He was uh, sleeping with his students. Mm-hmm. He was sleep, And then, oh, I'm, I left this part out. She goes to the doctor and finds out she's got an STD. I was just oh. about to say, did she not run to the doctor immediately to see if she had a disease? Her friend did. I'm not going to say which one because you got to oh. watch the docuseries. Oh. But, uh, yeah, her friend's like, you know, you should probably go get checked. That's what I would have told her. Did you go get checked when you were cheated on? Absolutely, immediately. Did you really? Yes, absolutely. And yeah. I did have an STD. Yeah, I believe it. What did you wow. have? Wow. Uh, I think at Ace. that time it was It starts trig- out as HIV. What did you have? Trig. Trigonometry? Tri- trichinosis? <laughs> called, yeah, tri- trichinosis or something like Ooh. that. What is that? I've never heard of that one. It's Not like good. a bacterial infection, but you get it from a man giving it to you. Really? Yeah, it's not something you can just get on your own. You know, I bet you, what is that stuff that I drink, that kombucha? The kombucha. Kombucha. I bet you I get rid of that for you. What is that? It's uh, that probiotic stuff that I gave you. Oh, no. You have to get actual medication from the doctor to get rid of it. It's not a yeast infection. No, it's not like that. Like, it's an infection. It's an STD. You have to get medication for it. I love how you're owning this. This is really cool. Well, it's not my fault. Men cheat, and they're horrible for doing it, and this is what happens in those scenarios. When you're trusting in a person, you're thinking that they're doing the right thing, and you think there's somebody that they're not, it happens. Yeah, so. but I like the fact that you're owning you have It's like if we had somebody call the show right now, they're like, yeah, I'm a murderer. Yeah, I just haven't been caught yet. Like, <laughs> There's a side of me that's going to appreciate you for your honesty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you still have this trigonometry? No, 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 no. It's one that you can get rid of, thank God. I didn't have HIV or herpes or nothing that I couldn't get rid of. But, right. yeah, I did have an STD. Well, good for you. Yeah. Did you tell men that, you know, in this STD period of your life that you were- <laughs> No, because it's only, you take the medicine and it's gone in a couple of days. So oh, no, really? I didn't go around with a sticker that says, hey, I had an STD. That ain't something you want to just broadcast everywhere. Well, I'm a firm believer. If you got on a date and you've got an STD, that's the first thing you should bring up. That's if you have an STD you can't get rid of. No, I agree. I agree. But yes. if you, but I'm saying if you went, you found out you had this, this, this stuff and you go out to dinner and you're having pizza and the dude's sitting across from you. And you know you like them, and you re- you're horny, and you're re- and you're thinking like this is even just the first time we meet, this is going to be one of those nights. But you know you still got trigonometry. I think that's something that you say, "Hey, look, DeAndre, back off." A little foamy downstairs. 
Trust me, when you go to the doctor and they tell you you have an STD, the last place you're going after that is on a date, okay? You're going to go home and scrub real hard in the tub as if you can scrub it off your body. You're going to cry. You're going to be angry. You're going to cuss. You're not going to go on a date. That's the last place you're going. You scrub. You don't want anybody near your vagina. Trust me. Oh, I wouldn't go there. No, you don't want them there. Yeah. It's not good. It's, it's like bad. going up. It's like Miami. You don't want to go there. <laughs> Party in the city where the heat is on. It's like Walmart at midnight. <laughs> yeah, don't want to go there. Hi, I'm Nikki D. And my vagina, when I had trigonometry, is like Walmart at midnight. <laughs> Cat pervert. You don't want to go there. No. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. well, there you go. That's funny. So I wanted to say this, uh, uh, continuing with this, this woman that we'll have on tomorrow. On the podcast that started all this whole docuseries, Mm -hmm. she starts to book the women that he slept with. No. And how do you get them to say yes? If that's not compelling, I don't know what is. Like, that's awesome. That is, as you would say, the ultimate receipt. Yeah, and and that's the other thing, and I told her this today, kind of, and I'll tell her more tomorrow when we talk to her, but the healing process, sometimes, you know, like DABDA, you know, Kubler-Ross's five ways, five, you know, the five steps of going through grief. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's denial, it's uh, anger, it's bargaining, it's depression, and then it's acceptance. And you go through those not only with death, but you go through those in relationships as well. Absolutely. Everybody will go through those different stages. And there's not a timetable. Everybody has a different timetable. I do believe that there are things that you can do to up that timetable to get closure, mm-hmm. right? So with this woman, she's found something that's going to help her get that closure. And that is the podcast and the docuseries, but mainly to get these women on, to talk to them, like what happened. And they, you know, they're on this docuseries. They have the conversations of these women coming on explaining, like, I didn't know. That he was married. Which is crazy because this, the town that they live in is a place where you know everybody's business. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't know how she didn't. This is something Rach said to me last night. She goes, I don't know if I'm believing this whole thing because seven, eight years, this guy cheated with multiple women. How long can you go and hold that a secret without someone? I mean, there's too many moving parts. That's like when all these people come up with these conspiracy theories. COVID's a conspiracy. This is a conspiracy. Do you know how many moving parts would have to be involved in order for a cover-up and someone not to leak something? It's impossible. Not to be caught by accident if you're banging chicks at work. No, but this is what I would say. Because even though they may have lived in a small area, Atlanta is still huge. And it sounds like he was getting one-off women. Like, he wasn't having these long-term affairs. He was meeting women. Not true. Oh, he was having long-term yeah. affairs too. Yeah, there, I there see are those get tricky. There are a couple women that he was with for a couple of years. Oh, see, those are the ones that normally rat you out because emotions are involved. I thought he was just doing quick wham bams no. with people. No, he was doing it all. Oh, dang! He's yeah. a multi-level cheater. Yeah, I don't know how he got past that one. He no. was really, really good. Or yeah, I agree with Rach. She's not saying everything. There's some. There, you're right. You would like pick up on it. Yeah, because like, I got calls, and I was only with dude for a year, and women was calling me to bust him out. <laughs> like, I knew, like, relationships. Like, I, I've always been a guy that would rather her break up with me mm-hmm. because I want them to regret it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's, that's very you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
you miss me when I'm gone. <laughs> what is that supposed to I mean? I just mean like- Is you, that like a- Should I be mad at you for something? I don't know if you should or not. I can't even tell as I'm saying it, but like, <laughs> it's just, I, I just close my eyes and I think about that. And I'm like, yep, that is Bailey through and through. He wants her to regret it. Well, do, doesn't everyone? Yeah. Because there's different ways to, to do that. One way is to, hey, you know, I'm breaking up with you, but- I regret it, but I'm not going to admit it. So, hey, look at me. I'm going to post this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to buy this. Or you can just let it float and dry out. Let them break up with you and go about your life the way you would go about your life. Maybe make some tweaks along the way. And you feel so much better on the inside when you're not the one who breaks up. I feel great. I'm going to go ahead and agree with you on this one. I do the same thing. I hate to be like... I don't want to be in a relationship with you anymore. Can we break up? So I just wait and let them say yeah. it. And I just quickly agree like, all right, well, let's just break up then. The, that's because, what you want to do. Because you know what we don't have to deal with? <laughs> right. Closure. Exactly. Don't we need don't it. need closure. Mm-mm. Because we didn't on. do anything. Nope. We didn't open anything to close. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is great. Right on the loan. So, uh, yeah. So I highly suggest you, you watch this. I highly suggest you listen again tomorrow when we have her on if all goes well. But it's really, really good. It's such a fascinating story because it's so relatable. There's not one person listening right now that hasn't been able to relate to at least one of the things that we discussed. Absolutely. I can't wait to go hear what these women have to say. Like, are they going to be brutally honest? I want to talk to Nelson's ex. No. I want to get to the bottom if last, she ever cheated. Last conversation you had with her was in Chicago a decade ago or whatever. That's good enough for me. It's when we slept together. No. Oh, Lord. No, just kidding. No. <laughs> but Nelson thinks she cheats. She cheated. No, he, the I black guy. You. No. Right? I, yeah. Yeah. See? Okay. We'll, we'll let it be that. No, no, no. That's a true no, story. I'm, yeah. I'm not being funny. It's yeah, a true story. Not, I, I believe that, but I can't prove it. Right. Okay. I can't prove the timeline. We should get him on. Who, the guy? Yeah. Oh. Oh, God. Does Nelson know who he is? DeAndre. <laughs> <laughs> it's not far off. DeAndre. You're really not that far off. <laughs> See? Drop the D. It's just Andre. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Dre, he goes by. <laughs> He's a doctor. <laughs> doctor? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Likes beats? He does. Yeah. yeah. Yummy. Third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm about to tell you an update on a Nassar stabbing and what athlete is being targeted for a Bud Light push. All right. uh, Two big stories from today getting learned. Your third round of headlines here in just a minute. Hang up. Rock the BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Third round of headlines. Brought to us by Good Guys Heating and Air, Good Guys Heating Cooling.com. Best service, best price, guaranteed, no BS. They're supposed to uh, be at my house. Th- well, they were on the, my, their way to my house today, and I screwed up. Oh. I had to go to the airport, pick up my daughter, and I had to call Jason. He's like my tech. This guy's thing I was telling you about the other day. Yes. Good guys. Good Jason. Yeah. And good, yeah, good Jason. Good Jason. Good Jason. Good boy. Good Jason. <laughs> I had to call mom. I was like, you're on the way to my house because they had some more work they're going to do. He's like, yeah, I said, dude, I gotta leave. I'm so sorry. So Lori from the office texts me. She goes, "Not a problem. We'll get you in tomorrow." That's oh, yeah. how. That's how good the good guys are. Absolutely. That's why I said he was good. Good Jason. Good. Good Jason. Good Lori. <laughs> good guys. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Larry Nassar's attacker speaks out. H five. 
The official says Nasser is currently in stable condition. Nasser serving a 40-year prison sentence. We gave you this story a couple days ago. Larry Nasser was stabbed in prison, fighting for his life. He was stabbed quite a few times. Well, his attacker, Shane McMillan, and this is according to Associated Press, has come out and said that the reason he stabbed him is because they were sitting down watching television and he made inappropriate comments about the women playing tennis. At Wimbledon. At Wimbledon, yes. I read that all as he said, they weren't inappropriate. He just said that he'd like to watch more women or more of women's tennis. That's what he said. Like, he wanted to watch more of the women's matches. Oh, than the men's? Than the men's matches. And so and, this guy took it wrong? And the guy shanked him. You <laughs> need to be because, watching nothing. Because he knows what he's in for. So I think his mind clicked like, oh, you little nasty perv. You haven't learned your lesson. Well, people like that. I mean, we all know that there's like a code in prison, right? And if you're, oh, yeah. Well, if you're... If you're a Larry Nasser or Nassar or whatever, however you pronounce his name, mm-hmm. who molested these poor girls on the United States gymnast team and all that stuff, uh, that you're a marked, you're marked guy. I mean, yeah, they have to target. keep, yeah, they have to keep an eye on you because there's going to be people after you, rightfully yep. so. So it's like the prison rule. You cut unwritten rule. Unwritten rule. Like you come in, you could be a murderer, you could be a drug dealer, you could be an arsonist, whatever. You're just another prisoner, but you, if you're a pedophile. You're a pedophile. They are on your head. They're on your head. So this is probably just them looking for an excuse. They just wanted a reason. Just and this wanted guy's a reason. violent anyway. He attacks everybody, prison guards, other inmates. He just, he's an attacker. I'm surprised that they let him in Gen Pop watch television with crazy people. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, no. Once you go on Gen Pop, you can do all the things that everybody else is doing out there. So. No, no, no. I'm surprised they let him in there, like anywhere in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Versus solitary confinement. Because he's such a high-profile case. They probably had him there in solitary when he first went in, but they can't keep him there. It's inhumane. So you can only stay in solitary confinement up to a certain amount of days. Oh, I feel so bad for him. It's inhumane. Yeah. Well, you I'm know just it's, telling you the rules, no, Nelson. I, know. I don't it, make them. If I'm him, you know it's inhumane? What? Not keeping me in here. <laughs> Sometimes they do request it. They go and they say they feel unsafe and they want to sure. stay in gym pop. And it's up to the facility if they let you stay or not. Sometimes they still put you out there. I wonder how you win people. Only like Jared Fogle. He's in there for the same stuff. Yeah, why haven't well, we heard he, of him? He, he, he didn't act on it, right? Not that it's any different. No, but, but he was, I mean, he was doing dealings with people who were making it. And right. he had the pictures and videos and stuff. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what are, wonder how he's me. getting along. Well, if you, like I said, if you get in there and you can link up with somebody who can protect you, that's the only way that you survive, and that is by sexual favors and money. Really? That's it. Would you, uh, Nelson, say, hey, look, <laughs> you protect me. Let me well, polish I, that knob a little God. bit. <laughs> Give it a little spit shine? I think I would. How long am I in there? But I'd like, I'd, I need to pick, I'd, I need to, like, that guy's kind of cute. Yeah, you I, I going in it. for life, you better get in there and find somebody and do whatever they if want If I'm you in to there do. for life, I kind of want to get stabbed, honestly. Like, you just want to die. I just want to. If I'm in there for life, life? No, you got 20 years. 20, I'm prob- I probably am, but I want him to be clean. Yeah. <laughs> clean. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm not worried you're so just, much. You're just hoping the prison has a dating game kind of thing that uh-huh. you can play. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go on a date. He's gonna take me to the vending machine. Yeah. He's gonna take me to the commissary. I mean, if the guy's gonna be buying me some honey honey buns, you know, I if guess if you're gonna do that to me in the license plate room, at least romance me first. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me a B two and a C fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. Everybody's eating good tonight. <laughs>
He was like, did you see his face when I, I was joking, obviously, but he was like, yeah, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. You know, I like actually might sign up to go to jail this weekend. Yeah. 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 20 Ayo. years, that's it? All right, second headline. <laughs> the Bud Light witch hunt continues, age six. We might have found the guy to reverse the boycott of Bud Light, and his name is George Kittle. According to Bro Bible, 49ers star, the tight end, George Kittle, he does not want to be called a brand sellout. So he put up a, he's already actually an ambassador for the company because yeah. I saw his commercials, which are actually really good. And so somebody went Love on. Love George Kittle. That's George Kittle, yeah. I said I love George Kittle. Okay, I have to make sure because when you say stuff like that, I'm like, did I say his name wrong? Uh-huh. No, you did. No, you're right. <laughs> I'm like, you say Kittle. Okay. So somebody goes on uh, Twitter and tells him that he's a set a sellout. So right. he responds to them and says, I've been a Bud Light athlete since 2020, actually. So talk about what you know, not what you think. And I was so good to see him do that. Happy I, to see him do that. I agree. I agree. Guy doesn't give a damn. And he's like, this is, uh, they've been good to me. Yeah. Since 20, you know, that's that that's why the Kid Rock thing irked me a little bit. Like, again, let me be very clear. Full disclosure. You can believe in whatever you want to believe. I'm not going to fault anyone for believing differently than what I believe. I think that is the biggest problem our country has is everyone wants you to believe what they believe is right. Yep. No one can say, hey, look, we have different views. That's cool. Let's find something that we do connect on. Mm-hmm. Right? Because there will be something that you will connect on. You have something in common with every person you encounter, believe it or not. So that's, I in Kid Rock and Budweiser, uh, I mean, go back decades, right? I mean, I've got a picture with Kid Rock at the grand opening of the Hard Rock in Orlando holding a Bud Light. You know, and he's always been seen with. And then this whole campaign that never happened, it leaked mm-hmm. with the with the 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 Delvaney girl, Mulvaney girl. And, you know, and then he shoots up the thing and people have just like if you go to the Twitter thread of Bud Light, I mean, it's actually comical. But the thing is, is he's still selling the beer. Right. Which is at hypocritical the bar, at the bar. No, it's I wish you would come out and say, hey, look, you know what? This is the way I believe I might have overreacted a little bit. I don't take back. You know, me being upset because I have every right to, to be upset, but I also don't want to destroy a brand or help be destroy a brand because of what and I wish it would be something like that where it would get people to say, you know what? Yeah, if you would have gone that route, I probably wouldn't have bought your product because I don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's it's over. It's done. Let bygones be bygones. I still am not going to buy your brand, but you know, what? I'm going to back off. Absolutely. You need to talk to him and tell him that. Yeah, you you have me, all these good ideas. Hey, Bob. Get on it. Right. No, it's just that that's the that's the issue because what people are doing now is those people that are doing this whole I hate Bud Light stuff yes. are doing exactly what they have for years hated other people doing. Right. Forcing their opinions and what they think on you. Cancel mob, cancel culture. That's woke, a, being woke. Uh-huh. All, yeah, all that stuff is exactly what you're doing. Now, honestly, I think uh, a lot of the social media are bots. You know, not saying that it didn't work because they dropped to like 14th place, so they've definitely seen a hit. But I think there's a lot of bots involved. Because if you go and you go through like some of their, their threads mm-hmm. and you see the different profiles, two followers, five followers, and how some of the verbiage is, it just doesn't make sense because it doesn't coincide with what other people are saying. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's where these bots get involved. And we, the social dummies, buy into it. Yeah. 
Uh, shopping girl five five. I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> it's always shopping girl. That that's, name is so common. That's all. Right. <laughs> that's a real name too. Shopping girl five I five. So I couldn't agree it. with you more, man. <laughs> shopping girl, by the way, is some twelve year old kid in some Indian internet cafe. Yeah. Exactly, with nothing to do. Nothing to do. Someone on this show is being served. I'm not talking about tennis. Oh, I thought you were talking about dancing. No. No. <laughs> no. Because it has been brought. It has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Someone on this uh, show is being served. First time. Oh. Never been served before. And this person doesn't even understand what it means. <laughs> and this person will be reaching out to each and every one of you for advice on what to do when and if you've ever been served. So, if you would like to get in on this conversation, 916-909-0985, also on the text machine, you can do the same messaging, data rates apply. And we'll tell you who that is and why they're being served. Give us a minute. Welcome back to the program. It's the BS, sponsored by Sky River Casino, El Grove. Making plans for this weekend. Stop on by. Enjoy yourself. Numerous places to eat and plenty of gambling to do. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Nelson said Lisa Marie's cause of death outside of small bowel obstruction. They did find opioids. Opioids? Uh-huh. Or opiate opioids. Opioids. Opioids mm-hmm. uh, in her uh, system. Which would probably lead to the small bowel obstruction. Is that what that happens? It, that bind, it binds you up, yeah. Really? When what does that a, mean, it binds you up? Can't uh, go potty? Yeah, basically. Oh. It, it just uh, essentially dries everything out down there, and then it becomes a... You just can't go to the bathroom. That's horrible. There were That's a hell of a way to die. Therapeutic... Yeah, you die because you can't go potty. Mm-hmm. And it, like... How do you... How does it, it bursts, essentially. It tears, and you bleed out. Ah! Ew! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good butt. I mean... If it can get past the ball, I mean, if it can get past what's packed in there. Oh, so the the okay, okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are there. You know, I don't like this. I, can't believe you. I didn't. Th- I didn't, I didn't what think is the way you say it? The ball, 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 ball. Yeah, I know. I'm not. There were therapeutic levels of oxycodone. Okay, yeah, in her blood. I love that we have like the go-to drug guy on this show. He knows everything. It's so, it, it makes me so happy. Really, I'm glad I could be there for you because I'm t- amazing that I'm still here. A second opioid was found: buprenorphine. Okay, that's. I mean, that's just another derivative, which is to and, treat opioid overuse. Oh, really? So it's supposed to wean her off like a methadone type it, deal. It's kind of like robbing Peter to pay Paul, mm-hmm. right? And then it says opioids can cause constipation, which yeah. can lead to bowel obstruction. That's pretty good that you knew that. That's really smart. I'm impressed. Uh, there are also traces of QTPN, an antipsychotic drug. So. I wonder if there was any kind of like bad mixes there. You know, there's a lot of times you're not supposed to, drugs interact poorly. Why so many drugs? Like you're Elvis's kid, dude. Live your life. Because when people get hooked on those things, that's it. You're hooked and yeah, you keep taking them. The antipsychotic was probably something that she needed. Most people aren't abusing antipsychotics. I'll tell you, you ever go to Graceland or Graceland, uh, it is very sad when you get to the end because you walk through history, Americana, King of Rock and Roll, 
You know, I mean, back in the day, that was, that was, I mean, it's Elvis freaking Presley, right? And you, it's very, very sad because around, they built the, what's around Graceland mm-hmm. is crap. It's, it's a dump, right? Oh. Yeah. It's hard. Like cash checking, bail bondsmen. It's just, it's horrible. And you, you park and you walk over, you take a tram and stuff, and then you pay this ticket. And it's like kind of, they, they kind of set up like an amusement park. They actually have an event center there where they have ba- uh, co- comedians and bands come and play and stuff like that. And you go into Graceland, you're walking around, and it's not that impressive. Like the house itself is not that impressive. That's what I've heard. It's like it leaves you lacking. Well, it was big. What's not impressive about it, though? Big, I mean, you think it's Graceland, it's going to be this big mansion. But it, wasn't it? Yes. Way, right back in the day. Back in the day, it would have been a big mansion. Right. But you walk in it today, and it's smaller than a cookie cutter house that you could buy for less than two hundred k. Right. It's like twenty five hundred square foot or something. Yeah, and, and you know, in the 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 living room with the jungle or whatever they called it, you know, it's it's cool that you get to see. You don't get to walk in it. Uh huh. But you're like, all these pictures that you see, it makes it look huge. But then when you get to the end and you get to the memorial of Elvis. His parents, uh, Lisa Marie's son, mm-hmm. and now Priscilla will be in there, and it's just they're all kind of packed together, and you're like, this, it's it's done, it's over. There's no more. All right. Like after, I mean, not yeah, well, Priscilla's the only one still alive, but when she's done, and you got, I think, the, some grandkids and whatnot, but it's like the 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 bloodline legacy is done. Is the gravesite itself small or? Because you said packed in. Well, like. they've got the eternal flame. Well, when I say packed in is that they couldn't fit Lisa Marie's son. He's on the other mm-hmm. side, and so is she. Oh, so okay. they're in kind of like a mausoleum type of thing. Okay, okay. Unlike Elvis and his parents that are in the ground. Okay, I got you. I understand what you're saying. You know, and then you walk around in the eternal flame. And they flame. denied Priscilla being buried next to him, right? Wasn't that the big thing? Part yeah. of the will contesting? and. Well, no, Priscilla's still alive. Uh, but what I mean is, like, she's not going to be allowed to be buried next to him. Right, because I'm guessing they don't want to dig up his parents. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was closer to his parents than anything else. Oh, for I sure. mean, he was a mama's boy, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's what he was. So, anyway, it's very, very sad. Uh, being served. Do you even know what that means, Nicodine? Yes, I do know what that means. That means that the police are going to come to your door with a piece of paper and say that you got to go to court. Okay, for anything? Yeah, I've been served before. Oh, you have? Mm-hmm. What'd you get served for? Uh, some- You're not. She's not the one I'm talking about, people, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, this girl took a restraining order out on me, and they served me at my job, actually. Mm. What'd you do? Because I busted out the uh, window where we used to live so I can get my things out because she changed the locks. And I punched her in the face, so. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I told the story. Yeah, I showed yeah, you the yeah. pictures. Yeah, we were friends then, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Nelson's actually the one getting served. Yeah. Not always cops either. I guess is what I'm finding out. Like you can just. Well, it's be like a, a dude in a tie, right? Yeah. Well, I haven't seen him. I don't know. I've just heard tell from my father. See, I I picture the guy from uh, Sweet Home Alabama that runs down Reese Witherspoon at the end at the funeral. Oh, yep. Yeah. So, sometimes it's that. We've got to. You never got to sign. You know? <laughs> well, he signed. You did. <laughs> that's what I picture. Got a little hat, little derby hat. See, I go to Pineapple Express because that's what he did. Like Seth Rogen's character right. is a process server. So you got served here in nope. Sacramento? Nope. They're looking for me. Don't know I'm here. They oh. still think I'm in Omaha because I haven't technically sold that house. My so father's selling the house. Okay. But should we really? I, I don't know the whole story, but should it's we? It's over. It's, I'm, I'm, most likely it's over a 
uh, bill I didn't pay for my teeth. So you're okay to talk about it? Yeah, I'll talk about it. I don't know if I'm okay to talk about it. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it. They serve you for not paying bills? So it went to collections, and then most collections, a lot of times, you just sits in collections, right? Unless you get a collection agent that's like, I'm really coming for that. And so this guy, I guess, is more aggressive and has served me because I'm being sued for the $500. It's like $500. And it, they can't serve your father. They've oh. tried several times, and my father's like, he doesn't live here anymore. Which I don't. And what do they say? They go, he's still on. The guy came back to him and said, he's still on the utilities. I don't know what to tell you, man. He don't live here. <laughs> so they just keep coming back with a piece of paper. Uh-huh. So, so eventually it's going to be, a, I'm going to have a, what do they call it? A, sum, a summary warrant. judgment? Or, no, it's not. A, it's a lawsuit. So it's not a, it's not a legal matter. Oh. They can't, there's no warrant. It's just that it would go to a summary judgment. Does that hurt your credit? I thought medical debt didn't, but I feel like this does. So it's a dentist. Let's go back here. Uh-huh. So it's a dentist mm-hmm. that at what year? Like a year ago. Okay. Well, you don't have to yell at me. No, I'm, I'm just not asking. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> not yelling. <laughs> not yelling. It's like it's within it's just the like a year. You ago. don't know. Yeah. Okay. I so. think it's it's within the last year. All right. What was wrong with your teeth? I needed a crown. Okay. You needed a crown. Mm-hmm. I needed another. Did, crown. did you not have insurance? Yeah, but my I had I needed a lot of dental work last year. Let me see your teeth. Don't look at I got the dead tooth up front. That's not anything. Let me see that again. He still needs. Why do work. you have a gray tooth? The de- it died up in the in the gum line. It died. Why did it die? Um, I had extra teeth. And did I ever tell you that? Oh, they jumped them. No. Well, <laughs> essentially, you know how usually you lose your front. You usually you you usually lose your front teeth first, right? right. I lost mine last. So they eventually had to cut them out surgically because I had two extra teeth that were up in my gums, preventing the big teeth from coming down and locking the little teeth in place. They cut those out, waited a whole year with no front teeth, and then they make a slit in your gums when the teeth won't come down, and they put braces on it and yank it down. And so either while it was up there or the process of yanking it down, it died. It's a dead tooth. I call it the black pearl. Well, why don't you get rid of it? Um, Because I don't want to replace the tooth itself. And the only way you can change the color of it is I can have a root canal and they can bleach the inside of it. But I just does that don't like women go ew. I do all right. You just don't show them. Yeah, you just don't smile big toothy smile. Because whenever you see somebody with dark teeth, you automatically think their breath stinks. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen a dead tooth in real life. I have. I didn't even know it existed. Maybe Uh Mm -hmm. it's a dead tooth. I've seen them. Okay, so you needed a crown Mm -hmm, because my back teeth are. And you go to this dentist. Uh huh. And the dentist does the work. Yep. And you pay. I made a couple of payments, and then I just stopped making payments. Okay. I don't think that's how that works, though. That's how it that works. That is how it works when you don't have the money. Oh. Well, you couldn't. You, it's only 500 bucks. You couldn't have got the money from somebody? I just didn't. <laughs> I just ignored it. So the problem. Do you have it out for this dentist? Like, like, like screw you, dude. No. In fact, I, I didn't I, like the work. I actually like this woman, the specific woman, but I just she's left that dentist's office now too, so I don't feel bad. Aren't you like a little uh, on tilts? I would be. I would be a mess. I can't. I hate being I in have debt. Plenty of bills I've never paid, oh, I'm at, and I don't. It's more medical bills I've never paid than half paid. Five. I've not paid more than I paid. Five hundred. It's not a big deal, and I'll, nobody's gonna borrow money to pay a dentist. Nobody does that. Wait a minute. Hold on. You're you've got debts and you're like I'm oh, just never gonna pay it. Yeah. Medical debt doesn't go against your credit. Yeah, I've never paid it. But you still owe somebody for something that they've done. Eventually, a credit co- a credit company will buy it off of them, and then yeah, it goes away. But that you owe it's you you owe it. That's not how it's not ethical. 
Well, it just doesn't matter oh. about ethics. Oh, it listen, it matters about sure what does. you can and cannot pay for. And if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. What do you want somebody to do? Well, don't get this procedure done. Well, you have to get the procedure what done. What was it's the called procedure? Your health for well, me. Yeah. Oh man, name one. I don't. I haven't paid dental bills. I haven't paid medical bills. I had surgery. I didn't pay the rest of that. I haven't paid a lot of stuff. Well, give me one in particular. Okay, my surgery. For what? Uh, I had surgery on my arms, both of them, because I have hydrocytitis. Oh, that's big. Yes, the Christmas lungs. ornaments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I, I would if I if that were me. I couldn't afford, I'd just be like, I'm keeping my Christmas ornaments. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I don't no. want to live miserable because oh, our health care costs too much money. No. Dude, this was during the pandemic. You should have seen these things. There's me no way I'd leave it on me. They were like giant <laughs> raindrops of black skin. Oh, not black no. because she's a black woman, right. but like they were dark. The skin itself was dark. Yeah, it was. And, and she had, she would she would raise her arms and it, it was like a Christmas tree. Like all these little balls dropped. Yeah, it was very painful. It was very like uncomfortable. Like a superhero. Don't make me laugh at that. She says, you're, you're making me laugh. And she's going, it was very she painful. She was like super ball drop woman. She <laughs> just bad. lifted up and they just dangled. <laughs> you know those things that you, people put on desks, the silver balls, and you like pull one back and it hits the other one? I think that makes you a super villain. Actually. <laughs> That's what we would do. We'd sit on one side of, and we'd pull one back and we'd just let it hit the other one and it'd come back and it, and it would make that noise. Oh, at least it was not like a fleshy noise. <laughs> oh. So well, you haven't paid that off? No. But it's gone away at this point. It's wrong with it was you so people? long ago. Yeah. It falls off, it goes away. That's horrible. You I can't even believe you guys are saying that out loud. I I it's just horrible. I'll get around to it. Now I have to because it's been like it's gonna go through the court. Most if it was just going to collections. Has the guy ahead. tried to call you? No. At least not that I know of. I haven't had anybody. Uh, Nelson. No, I answer. I honestly, I answer every call. So I'm telling you the truth. I have not had. I've had collections call before, and they have to tell you this is an attempt to clean a debt. I'm telling you, I answer. You yelled at me one time because I answered a random phone call while we were on the show. I answer phone calls. No. Well, why doesn't he call you? I don't know. Maybe he doesn't have my phone number. Why don't you call him? But I don't know why he doesn't have my phone. No, you don't call a creditor. Who calls creditors? That's reverse. Whatever. No. Psychology? Why am I getting his number? They're going to harass you like crazy once they have your number. They don't call it every other day. Yeah, I wonder why he hasn't. Because you got a phone. Lady, didn't I tell you yesterday I don't have the money? I don't have the money today either. Okay? Goodbye. Why don't you call him and say, what was his name? Bill. Bill. Let's say, hey, Bill. Bill. Dr. Bill. Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> huh? Because I owe him money. Because you owe him a bill. bill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> bill Enamel. Bill Enamel. <laughs> Say, look, I, I, you're sending a server uh, guy over, and it's, it's really, it's not cool. But I, how much do I? Let's work this out. I'll figure it out. I'll make some payments. But stop sending over the server guy. What I can't believe is that my dad has not been like this. Is where he is because my dad is an above the board, follows the law guy. So for him to be like, dude, don't live here anymore. That's crazy. To Your me. dad knows you don't have it either. I know, but he your dad it. has it. He has it. Your dad's got cash. I know, but it's not my cash. Your dad should just give him some money. Listen, that man has given me a lot of money to fix problems of mine in the past, so I'm not in a position to be like Here's dad, what's going to happen. Nikki D, you and I, we're going to be doing the show, mm-hmm. and we're going to knock at the door. <laughs> and this little guy with a derby hat is going to come in <laughs> with a manila envelope, and he's just going to walk over to Nelson in the middle of our broadcast, uh-huh. and he's going to slap it down on the table, and he's going to be like, you've been served, bitch. 
you got served. And then he's going to walk out of here. and uh, chest poking out. And I'm going to be upset because he interrupted my program. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. You're going to stop him from walking out of here and interview <laughs> oh, him. That's that what was, you're going to yeah, do. Yeah, let's be real. <laughs> Hold on. We're going to be right back. Hold on. Sit right there in front of that microphone. I got, I got to tell you, uh-huh. as your friend, okay. and I am your friend. I know sometimes you don't believe me, but I am. Oh, I, and I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. I need you to stop talking. I just need you to listen to me. Are you listening? Okay. You can you can answer like when I ask you a question. Okay. okay. I'm very disappointed in you right now. And I really hope that you do everything you possibly can to pay this debt off because I don't like this at all. It makes me uncomfortable. And I can't have people on the show owing dentists money. <laughs> what about Chase Bank and um, Capital One? I owe them some money. Too. <laughs> I'm up to date on those guys. Okay, well, if you're, if this, I'm making minimums to them. There's just no minimum left for the dentist. Okay, let's start with the servers. All right, let's let's pay off the servers. Get, in make Omaha. me a promise. Repeat after me. Jason. Jason. I promise I'm going to do everything in my power to pay off the uh, Mr. Dentist guy. Why are you gonna make me lie to you? Well, come on, it's, it's twenty bucks. <laughs> Give him twenty bucks here. To, you owe him the money. I don't. I. I I feel like you're going to get shot in a back alley. Then we're going to come in and we're going to have nobody run the board. That's my main no, thing. You're going to be now completely fine. Nobody shoots you for not playing dental or medical bills. But see, I don't think he went to a legit dentist. Like, he's going to some guy that's, like, good at operation because he doesn't have the money. That's what happens a lot of times. When you don't have the money, you end up spending more money because you're paying somebody. The bootleggers. Right, the bootleggers. <laughs> so I can totally see him back in Nebraska, like the meth capital of the world. Going down an alley. Is going out, guys like, hey, dude, I see your dead teeth. I hear you need some help. Just one <laughs> tooth is dead, by the way. It's like, yeah, sure, for $500, <laughs> I'll floss you or whatever. And so he does this, and then he's like, oh, I'll never see this guy again. Mm-hmm. And then now the guy knows where he's at. That's what I think is happening. I don't oh, think no. it was a legit dentist. It I can give you the address of the dentist. It has to be a legit dentist because he's getting served uh-huh. and not somebody just like roughed up, up and trying to shoot an AK at him. But I don't think he's being so. Wait, the story he's telling that he, you know, briefly explained to me to bring uh-huh. up on the radio. Uh-huh. Is I don't think the real story. I don't oh. think he's actually being served. I think somebody's after him, saying, "Hey, dude, you owe us five hundred dollars for this flossing, and we better get it or else." It's so I'm being served. Exactly, I'm but being... it's not what you think. No, it's not. Mm. Okay, mm. you're right. Mm. I don't so want you. Do to you feel bad him. enough that you want to loan it to him? No, I'm not. Why you're not going to get paid back? If the dentist can't get his money back, you think he's going to get his money back? Well, he works with you, so he'll probably make you give him twenty dollars a paycheck. Do you pay it back? I, fig- I figure they're probably just going to garnish my wages eventually anyway. I tell you what. If you need help getting out of trouble, I will help you. I don't need help. But <laughs> you obviously do. Get the dentist on the show and let me talk to him <laughs> and figure out a payment plan. <laughs> I will cover, if it's only 500 bucks. I will cover it. Not that I'm made of money, but I do have you know a little cash to help out. But you got to get them on because I feel like I can negotiate this down. I think that's a good plan, Nelson. You should take it. You should take him up on that offer. I would if I was you. I paid him back the money I owed him. And we ain't got, we, 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 we clear now, right? Oh, the cash? Yeah. You still owe me 20. I don't owe you. I still owe you 20. I paid.
paid you over what I owed you. Yeah, juice is running. Oh, you're crazy. Juice is running. It's always running. It's always running. It's always running. Mm-hmm. But now, Nelson, negotiate paying back without this crazy interest that he's making up. Make sure you put that in negotiation. <laughs> juice? Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, mm-hmm. juice. No. Juice is always running. You gotta remember that. <laughs> What's the big on this? <laughs> right. <laughs> you always got to pay the juice. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, work on that. I will. And I'm going to help you because I don't like you in debt is me in debt. No, it is not. It is. How is you in debt? Yeah, how are you in debt? How's you in debt? How is you in debt? How's you in debt? <laughs> <laughs> how'd you get there how's your mom and them how's your how's your teeth <laughs> one of them dead <laughs> how's your on the pits um they hurt all right <laughs> they, dangle. they dangle how's your teeth how's your teeth <laughs> amazon prime is all over and done with uh would you like to know the hot item that was on amazon prime this year i guarantee you can't guess what it is tvs well, no, no, no. I didn't ask you to guess, but since mm. you did, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you were to guess it. <laughs> right. Well, there goes the next segment. <laughs> yep, it was TVs. We'll move on to right. something else. Back to Lisa Marie Presley. <laughs> no, it's not TVs. <laughs> we'll tell you what it is here in a minute. Hang on. 98 Rock. Call or text the BS anytime. 916-909-0985. Now, back to The Bailey Show. Let's go to the text machine, 916-909-0985. Messaging data rates apply. What do you got? Says, Jason Bailey, we're all proud that you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth and uh, never acquired any debt. But there is some of us that have, in, in certain situations, aren't able to pay. It's all about survival versus paying debt right now. I swear to God, I can't win when I have mm. those conversations. What do you mean, ugh? Mm, mm, mm. People ain't paying them bills. I Let's first get something straight. I did not grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth. <laughs> and second... I'm sorry if I like to pay debt off, <laughs> if that makes me a bad person. How dare you pay your bills on time? I mean, like, I apologize if that's a makes me a bad person. I, I wasn't beating you up. I don't know your story, texter. I was beating him up because I know <laughs> his story. I didn't beat Nikki D up too bad because I'm assuming those bills are in the thousands of dollars. His was less than 500. Do you understand the difference? <laughs> okay. The difference is, is if you can't pay back the million dollars in medical bills, which I do know people in that situation, I get it. It's under $500. <laughs> After two years, you would think that you would have made some effort to pay it back. That was my point. I guess I'm sorry I didn't convey that. It's only been a year. Uh, a year to pay $500. Sorry I didn't convey that. All the alcohol and the cigarettes that you've smoked and alcohol you've drank, you could have paid the 500 well, I know. Back. Now I don't do that, and now I can save up some money to pay him back. Okay, but my point is you could have. He definitely could have. He Thank just you. didn't. He just he didn't by choice. Yeah, he didn't want to. Right. Like even a dollar here, $2 there, something. That's I get all. what you're saying. Trust me. Thank you. I, I just I, I don't like that text. You don't like it? Okay. I don't read that stuff anymore. <laughs> Uh, Amazon Prime, last two days. Oh, I saw a great meme on this. It was, uh, I'm sick and tired of Amazon Prime Day being commercialized versus, um, 
versus honoring what it's all about, and it had a picture of Optimus Prime in a coffin. Oh, yes, I saw that same one. Oh, my God, that was so good. The hottest item on Amazon Prime Day the last two days was Temptations Cat Treats. I'm sorry, why? (laughs) Because there are crazy cat people out there. They're taking advantage of it. That's based on the number of units purchased. The hottest item this year was Temptations Cat Treats. What was the discount on that? Uh, I don't know. I'm guessing it was a good. There, you know, there. When I was on there, like there was things that I had make. I'd made a list for the last month that I waited until Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. You know, as we get this new house together, and they, all of them, with the exception of one, uh, were you know really good deals. Like the TVs, if you went the, the Amazon route, mm-hmm. like eighty percent off. Right, which was amazing. Yeah, you can't beat that. Right for Ooh. for what I needed. Uh, and I'm like, that's oh, fine if it's not this and this and that. All, all I need is this for these certain types of rooms. But the Amazon Basics, like the power cords. Love Amazon Basics. Those types of things. Uh, the towels or toilet paper, whatever the case may be. They were all like 70, 80% off. Uh, but Temptation Cat Treats, I don't know how much they were. I'm trying to see. I don't buy I them. really want to know how Cat much they were. Cat food can be expensive and treats can be even worse. Oh, they saved $4.36. That's a huge bargain. Oh, my gosh. Such a great bargain. $4 is four. Sorry, some of us didn't grow up with a silver spoon in our mouths. Mm-hmm. $4 is $4. Look, yeah. there are certain things that I was going to buy and I didn't because I felt the trickiness of it. Like, oh, I got to buy because of Amazon Prime Day. But the, the discount wasn't really that big of a deal, so there, I didn't buy it. There were a lot of those, weren't there? Yes. Yeah, I know. I got no. I got sucked in on some hiking shorts. <laughs> <laughs> you probably saved $4. Damn, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> The rest of the top five were Amazon Fire Sticks, liquid IV hydration packets. People are all about that liquid IV. Yes, they are. I don't even know what it is. What is it? It's just like, a think crystal light, but it's electrolytes. Right. It turns your water into electrolyte drink instead of whatever. Placebo? Mm-hmm. Yes. Probably. Toys Allegedly. from the company Melissa and Doug. Not familiar. Never heard of them. I don't know if I know Melissa and Doug. Me either. Uh, the beauty products of the brand... Lanage. Don't know that either. Yeah. Top product categories were home goods, household essentials, clothes, electronics, and cosmetics. The average product cost around $30. Only 5% cost more than $100. Oh, my gosh. You know what I'm reading was a big seller? The Blink Mini Indoor Plug-In Security Camera. You were supposed to put me up on that so I could buy it. I was. Probably I missed out because it was only $34. Probably way more now. That's yeah. the only thing I needed to buy. You were supposed to send me the link. Why Why? Why are you going that route? Because you told me you don't get the ring doorbell. And well, put it in no. the window. <laughs> and now this one says it's, it's mini. Hold on. Let's talk for a second. I said don't put a doorbell in your window. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm like, you know, sometimes I just like, I'm really having this conversation right now. <laughs> it's real. Stop parking your car on your roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said don't buy a doorbell for your window because mm-hmm. those two just don't go together. But you can still buy a ring camera if you're looking for extra security, mm-hmm. just the camera. Yeah. And put it somewhere else. Oh, so I probably didn't want this camera anyway, is what you're saying. Okay. I'm sure it's a fine camera. If you really want to go inexpensive, go to Home Depot and get the Wise brand, which those were great. But here's the thing is that if you spend a little extra and get the ring, yeah. then now you're in the ring family. Yep. 
and you can get it all in one app versus going to two different places. That's what I want to do. Yeah. So just spend an extra couple dollars. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. Was that on sale, though? Now, did I miss out on that? Yes, it was because Dang. Amazon owns Ring. Yeah. Dang. Missed yeah. it. You missed it. It was pro- I think they were on sale for that's like $5. Melissa. They weren't on sale for $5, but I know they were on sale. I'm did you just say, bitch, that. they weren't on sale for $5? No. Yes, you did. I did you hear that? Not. Yes, I did. That is not what I said. Bitch, they were on sale for $5? No. Damn, really? Roughly 60% of people who made a purchase bought more than one thing. 14% bought five items or more. Do you ever feel bad when you have a laundry list of items from Amazon? I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. I get packages like it's Christmas, so I just have them coming like every day or every other day. Have you, have you ever woken up in the middle of the night, reached for your phone out of reflex, and started shopping, order something, buy something, Put your phone down and go back to sleep. No, I've oh. never done that. I do that all the time. In the middle of sleeping? Yeah, so Toons wakes me up. One of my dogs, uh, Petunia, call her Toon Toons. Toon Toons wakes me up. Now it's between midnight and 2.30 because she's got to go outside. Mm-hmm. So I'll wake up, but instead of just jumping out of bed because it's bad for you, like I'll grab my phone and I'll just, while she's surfing on my chest, like trying to give me. Better. and 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 I'll grab my phone and I'll just turn it on, and I'll go to Amazon, and I'll be like, oh, my God, they have hiking shorts. I don't even hike often. <laughs> like, oh, they have hiking shorts on sale. I'll buy those. I buy them, put the phone back down, take her outside, fall asleep outside on the couch, huh. on the patio, uh-huh. and then wake up and realize that I'm outside, go upstairs, and be miserable when I get up early in the morning to go to the gym. <laughs> this has, like, been the routine the last couple of weeks. Oh, great. Yeah, What's I wrong know. with her? I don't know. She gets, She wets the whistle too much. That Aww. tiny tank. Yeah, no. If my yeah. dog did that, she'd be out. Forty-four percent spent at least a hundred bucks total. The average total spent was one hundred and fifty. Those Melissa and Doug toys. Yeah. Here's a dust sweep mop set. It's basically they make toys for kids four and under. It's forty-three dollars. Oh, it's one what? of those rich people toys. It's, yeah, crunchy mom toys. No. Yeah. No. A shopping you. toy cart that looks to be for toddlers or, or like I said, a four-year-old. Eighty-five dollars. No way. No way would I pay that. Never. I would buy her a real mop and dustpan and show her how to do it before I, I did that. Was, it like, was that shopping the cart. sexist brand of toy, line of toys? <laughs> yeah, you know what? The whole front of this is like cleaning supplies and like, well, here's some, <laughs> here's some dental stuff. Oh, maybe I could get some my next dental work from here. From like toys for stuff. girls. Basically. Right. Toy yes. vacuums, mops, uh-huh. ovens. Typewriter. Typewriter. <laughs> Those vacuum 50s. cleaners that used to have the little balls that pop in them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Baby making, you know, right. all that kind of stuff. Kitchen sets. I always try to keep my daughter away from baby dolls when she was younger. I was like, why? I don't understand. Why do you want little girls to play with baby dolls to get addicted to, like, wanting a child? <laughs> if baby dolls didn't exist, the, the show 16 and Pregnant wouldn't exist. Because they got to know their place, man. Ah, it teaches you. That's how you learn to be nurturing. Uh, fourth and final round of headlines. Nikki D, what do you got? I'm going to tell you what the White House concluded on the drugs that was found and why a plane was diverted through Frontier. All right. Two big stories from today. Get you that here in just a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Fourth and final round of headlines brought to us by Good Guys Heating and Air. That would be Good Guys, more than one, heatingcooling.com. Several. Good Guys 
HeatingCooling.com. That includes Lori in the office. Best service, best price guaranteed. No BS right there. All right, go ahead. The White House cocaine mystery has ended. Sort of. H7. There are a lot of questions tonight after the Secret Service found what's believed to be a bag of cocaine at the White House. According to CNN, the Secret Service has concluded its investigation into that small bag of cocaine they found uh, last week sometime in the White House, and they are unable to identify a suspect, and so they're pretty much letting it go. A source that's familiar with the investigation told CNN that the leading theory still remains that they think it was left by one of the hundreds of visitors that just come through the White House. This administration, they're the worst liars. Like, you're trying to tell me you can hunt down the highest-ranking Taliban officer's son's friend's brother's sister-in-law. In the middle of nowhere in a hole. In the middle of nowhere in a <laughs> hole via satellite. But you're not going to be able to tell me who left a bag of cocaine in arguably one of the most important buildings Definitely in our country, but in the world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I find that very hard to believe. <laughs> like, if you're going, I always tell people this, if you're going to lie, lie well. Right. Make it good. That's a horrible lie. It is. They said they went through the security systems and all the things, and they just can't find out who did it. it you know, what What they should have done is had a scapegoat. Like, <laughs> just blamed it on some random person? Even if it was set up and staged, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, this guy, yeah, I was visiting the White House, and yeah, I had a bag, I'm sorry, you know, he's going to he's gonna have to pay a fine, and, you know, this is the guy, and this is the, like, stage it. Because I've, there's no way that you don't have cameras and eyes on every single inch of that place. Yeah, especially that. Especially the part where you're getting outsiders coming in. Because mm-hmm. remember after 9-11, they cut that, they shut that down. Right, I would think they be they will be watching people like a hawk coming in and out of the White House now, especially with all the craziness going on. It, it is it is the and you know and like it's so dumb and stupid, uh, especially because the left administration's in there. Like the Fox is all over. It's all they talk about. It's all they talk about. It, but they're like way too serious about it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's so goofy and stupid. And yeah, I guess there's some type of seriousness. The the more serious thing about it is they can't find the person. Or like, they won't say who it is. They won't say who it is. Yeah. Well, then say that they won't say who it is. Because where they found it at, they would know, they know all of the visitors in a day. So what so, are you thinking it is? Is somebody staff-wise and they don't want to reveal who it is staff-wise? I, see, I, I, that damn Betsy. <laughs> swear to God. I don't because where they said it was at is where, you're, where you take your phone out of your pocket right. and you put your phone into a cubby. So guaranteed... What happened was this person did not realize they took their bag of cocaine out. Oh, when they took they're, their phone. They're out. overselling when they say bag of cocaine, okay? It was small. It, I'm I'm guessing it was uh the eight tiny ball. bags. Eight ball. Even an eight ball fit into a bag that's like this big. That's what I'm saying. It was probably stuck to their phone. Uh, exactly. And they pulled out their phone and they put it in there. Boom, and they take their phone, they don't realize their cocaine's not in their pocket anymore. They left it in a cubby and they left. Now, how much jail time can you get for that? Uh, it's a felony. Any amount of cocaine's a felony, so uh, you can get. If it's on a holiday weekend, my buddy was in in jail for five days, and that's it. And he's out. Well, yeah, he ended up going into drug diversion, so he was able to sidestep jail time. But you can go for. So if you're willing to do the trade off, I would say it was my coke. 
Because you're going to become famous. Yeah. What, just so everybody would know your name? But yeah, you're not going to be famous for a good thing? Be like, listen, guys, sorry. Infamous. It was... It, but, but the, you know, talk to a lawyer first. They're called the hotline, right? Call the do it before you do it. Hotline. And say, hey, look, I know whose Coke it was. It was mine. It wasn't my Coke. It was in my pockets because mm. I was wearing jeans that I had just purchased from Goodwill. Okay. And I didn't realize the Coke was in there when I bought them. I mean, you come up with some big, elaborate, goofy story. Right. That nobody will believe. No, they'll believe it because somebody wants to find whose it was. Yes. <laughs> You know, if you, I mean, if that's your thing and you want to become internet famous, say you're the person that, that left the coke in the White House. Also, you'd be surprised how easy it is to have a small amount of drugs fall out of your pocket. No, somebody had it fall off the uh, out their pocket in what was that story I did Burger King or something mm-hmm. and landed up in that lady's hot dog. Right. Well, I've seen it a couple times. I've seen bags of weed, you know, fall out of people's pockets. Bags of weed, yeah. That it, it almost seems like you're more negligent having a bag of weed fall out. <laughs> there, there was a guy I was gambling at a casino one time. And he had cargo, I remember he had cargo pants on. Your favorite. Your fave. My fave. And he pulls out, you know, a roll. It was like 10 grand, five grand, something like that. And he puts it on the table because he's probably laundering money. But anyway, when he did that, he had a vial that he accidentally. Oh, no. And he's like, you know, it was very cool about it. He's like, oh, oops. And he he puts it back. Dang, just like that. What do you do about it? And it was white. It was Coke, you know, I'm I'm assuming. But he puts it up there (laughs) because, you know, he had to take the rubber band off. (laughs) And spread out the money, and when he did that, he just kind of, you know, like a woman will dump out his purse, mm-hmm. dump out her purse. He yep. like just pulls it out of his pocket, and the and, I, and like yep. there's two, there's only it was his buddy that was sitting next to him, and uh, he was in the what five seat I guess, the you know, four seat. And then I was in the one seat, and there was somebody sitting next to me in the two seat, and we just kind of looked at him, and he's like, <laughs> whoops. Yep. And the dealer is like, ha ha ha. <laughs> well, because maybe that's a a thing that's common there, so it's not as. Ooh, taboo. Well, it's none of your business. Well, it's kind of a dick movie. Didn't offer a bump. Yeah, I'm good. But I mean, it's like <laughs> I'm saying you got to take it. But come on, man. Guy does coke. It's not my problem. Mm. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. Those on the table, and everybody just kind of looked at each other like, "Whoopsie, whoopsie." I keep learning so many drug facts. A bump. That's what it's called. That's got just it. a little. A bump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to the Third Eye Blind song. <laughs> I got you again. Yeah, bumped, bumped again, again and bumped again. Mm. Yeah. That's a whole different bump, though. He's talking about crystal meth. Yeah. Next one. The wild frontier has taken on a new meaning. H8. The women were actually traveling together when an argument erupted and they took to the aisle. The screaming became ear-shattering and other passengers eventually got involved. A frontier airlines flight bound from Vegas to Philly had to stop, pull over, (laughs) airplane humor, because two women who were flying together, upset with one another, and this is according to MSN, got into a screaming match, and then they both start fighting one another. One passenger was hit in the back of the head. The plane had to be landed in Denver. Both of them were arrested by the FBI, and they're facing criminal charges. Who were they mad about? I'm not sure what they were arguing about, because on all the things I saw, it was still shots. I couldn't actually hear the video audio of what they were arguing or screaming with each other about, so I'm not actually sure. Was this the one like the they're like kind of Latino? Yep the two the two women. Yeah, the, the two, first one was two men. This one's two women. And then they wouldn't stop, and then they kept they coming back. Yes. Yeah, but you don't know what they were arguing about. No, I didn't. I couldn't hear any audio. Were they in the air when this happened? Yes, this happened in the air, and they had to land the plane in Denver because they had already taken off from Vegas. I don't think I've ever been on a flight. Not that I'm a world traveler by no stretch, but I've never been on a flight that somebody outside of that that uh, flight attendant from Delta has done something to piss me off so much that I would act like that. 
No, not at all. I'm telling you. You've got to be a real grumpy pants person. Yeah. But I think they're leaving Vegas. These two women might have been like drunk still or maybe on some type of drugs and started arguing and was just out of control. Because I do hear, I've never been there, but I do hear Vegas flights are a little rowdy. I have heard people say that. I've been on numerous Vegas flights, never had a problem. Well, I don't know. That's what my friends say that sometimes. I think the rowdiest flight that I was ever on, and it was because the people that I was with, we went to uh, New Orleans for Mardi Gras. And people were excited. Ooh. And we went with the guys uh, with Heineken. And, oh my God. I, you know, I'm not a day drinker and I'm definitely not a morning drinker. Well, I guess at that time I was because I was in my 20s, but uh, everybody was drinking. Can't drink all day. You don't start in the morning. It's like 7 a.m. and everybody's drinking, you know, because the Heineken guys are paying for uh-huh. everything. And they were rowdy. I was like, we're going to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Pipe, pipe down. We're going to get in trouble. I saw a video like that where people were getting ready to fly somewhere Caribbean, and they were all turned up and yelling and screaming, and the pilot had to tell them, like, if y'all want to get there, y'all better sit down and be quiet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the captain. You two bitches in the back. Can you pipe down a little bit? <laughs> we're going to get you to your destination, but you're loud AF. <laughs> I'm just not going to take it anymore. If you keep this up, I'm going to come back and beat you with a briscotti. Throw some peanuts at you and hope you have allergies. (laughs) (laughs) Flight looks pretty good. Air quality's nice. (laughs) Should be landing about 10 minutes early. (laughs) Enjoy your flight. Captain speaking. (laughs) I love your captain voice. I think you could have been the captain for real. You have the voice down packed. You can come back and beat you with a briscotti. Is that what they're called? Briscotti or biscotti? Biscotti. Biscotti. Briscotti. They know what you meant. Cookies. Yeah. It's the only free thing you get on a flight anymore. (laughs) Right. And when you ask for more than one thing, they look at you like you're the fattest person on Uh earth. But there's always that person, though, that I'm sitting next to that they're like, what do you want? Do you want peanuts, sun chips, or do you want the cookies? He's like, I want all of them. That's me. I say one of each. Really? I never do. I just always pick my little one. Hell no. If I paid for... I remember back in the day where you get fed on an hour and a half flight. Yeah, that was way back so, in the day. <laughs> and a nice Salisbury steak with a little cherry cobbler. That's what I'm screaming. No. <laughs> if I'm paying that price for an airline ticket, you give me one of each. I want a biscotti. I want a kind bar. I want some pretzels. And I want whatever else that is that nobody knows. And the whole can. Yes, and the whole can. Try asking for a whole can of soda used to be able to get it on a flight they look at you like you're crazy they look at you like you're crazy when you ask for more than one of the little snacks i know that's why you got to do it <laughs> i feel embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> next time we fly we gonna be like she wants a lot oh, no. <laughs> she thinks she should get the whole basket she no. paid for it i would never sit next to you <laughs> she wants eight biscotties <laughs> lard ass <laughs> Nobody says lard ass anymore. <laughs> he does. All right. Last minute calls, comments, concerns, texts even. 916-909-0985. Messaging data rates apply. And then we'll roll some credits to get out of here for Thursday. Give us a minute. Hang on. As always, we appreciate uh, you listening. It's the BS all presented by Sky River Casino. Elk Grove, my name's Jason Bailey. Thanks for listening this afternoon. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson about out the door for a Thursday, getting ready for an extremely hot weekend. 
Somebody asked, uh, I think Nelson, you're in this conversation. They're like, are you guys liking the heat so far? Mm-hmm. Like, it t- still it still doesn't bother me. Nope. It doesn't bother me either. There's no humidity. It's, Not at all. It's, you know, and you get that cool breeze. They're like, ah, it's a weird, it's a weird one this year. Just wait until it's normal again. I said, okay, I'll wait. Uh, this, uh, this writer's strike, and then now the actors are going to strike. Mm-hmm. I've never been a part of a union. Uh, I have friends, you know. I, I don't know what to think. I don't know much about them, so I'm not educated enough to say one way or the other. Uh, but I have friends that, you know, live in union states. But that's what this is. It's, you know, they're union actors if you're mm-hmm. part of SAG or AFTRA, right? Yep. Uh, so this would mean no acting, promoting, and more. And it looks like there's like 160-plus thousand people that this would affect. But the snowball effect is like at San Diego Comic-Con, uh, there's been a bunch just in the last 24 hours of cancellations because it means that you cannot promote, you can't go on social media, you can't go to rehearsals, you can't sing. Uh, but I don't understand how all the rules work. Let's say you're a comedian mm-hmm. that you you're a touring comedian, but you also act. You're part of SAG, right? You have a SAG card, mm-hmm. right? Can you still go and be a comedian, or you just can't do things for a project? Well, that's a good question. I would think it only would affect your acting. It wouldn't affect anything you do outside of that. Well, that's it's not. I mean, it's a really stringent uh, agreement that they have. I mean, I'm I'm looking at like the rundown. I mean, you can't you can't attend costume fittings, makeup tests, rehearsals. You can't audition even for upcoming projects. Uh, you can't do interviews. Tours, fan expos, conventions, podcast appearances, I'm assuming radio appearances are in there too, uh-uh. award shows, or even post about a project on social media. Because you're striking, so if you're you're striking, you're truly sitting out and doing nothing. Right. Maybe go on vacation. I mean, well, th- yeah, but I'm, t- I'm trying to think of, you know, when people strike or protest or all these types of things, is the other people that they affect directly and indirectly. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking too. Like, if you don't want to be a part of it, are you by default striking, whether you want to or not? Because for us people, just the average Joes is like, our question is, well, how is it going to affect me? I was like, oh man, just thank God Tom Cruise made Mission Impossible before this, right? Right. Oh, I can, and I can go see it, you know. But there's not going to the film industry will just shut down. That's what I read. That the film industry is going to shut down. Projects are stopping. So your favorite shows, movies, and things that was coming out, they are no more. That's crazy. It looks like you said 1960 in your headlines when you did the story. That was the last time. Uh-huh, 1960. It looks like as long as your product, your production is not covered by AMPTP TV theatrical contracts, you would still be able to participate in that. During the strike, actors are not allowed to uh, participate in any production covered by that. Contract. You know, you feel bad. You feel bad for the actors that don't want any part of this, but they like have, they have to. to be. You have to. <laughs> oh my god! Right? You'll get beat up if you don't. Well, how right. about the voice actor or somebody who's just trying to put food on on the table that's not making millions of dollars? Maybe he's making a hundred thousand dollars a year. Right. Just man, damn it, guys. <laughs> like, Come on. I just put that pull in. Right. <laughs> I thought this was the year I was going to pay off the dentist. Then you guys got to go on strike. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get out of here, Nick D. No Bill Nelson coming soon. No Bill Nelson. I like that. <laughs> uh, no Bill. Uh, did you guys see that Like that guy that's walking around? I've never seen him in the building before. Oh, the guy that wants uh, to serve you? 
Yeah, he's got like a yeah. hammer. That's that's walking around with a hammer. You got me. I'm looking outside the window. <laughs> Are you serious? All right, look, have yourself a great and safe rest of your evening. We'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 3. And bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big